It's six o'clock. I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, Obama urges Britain to stay in the EU. Online funding boost for terminally ill Hertfordshire mum and complaints about noisy rail workers in St Albans. BBC Three Counties Radio. President Obama says the UK must stay in the European Union to have continued influence on the world stage. Downing Street said it was right for the British people to have the final say in a referendum. In a BBC interview, Mr Obama said America wanted to make sure that Britain continued to have influence. Have the United Kingdom in the European Union gives us much greater confidence about the strength of the transatlantic union and is part of the cornerstone of institutions built after World War II that has made the world safer and more prosperous. And we want to make sure that the United Kingdom continues to have that influence. A Hertfordshire mother with an incurable cancer has been given over £10,000 to spend on activities with her three children. It's after her friend set up an online donation page that saw one anonymous contribution of £5,500 this week. Emma Young is 36 and from Hemel Hempstead. The main one is to take the kids to Disneyland Paris. It's just little things really, you know, the One Direction concert, Cadbury World, you know, Legoland. It's just all about making memories for the kids, getting photos that I can keep, you know, and then... When the time comes, they can look back and we've made memories. A study commissioned by the charity Age UK has concluded that harmful drinking among people aged over 50 is a middle-class phenomenon. The research has found that older people classed as successful with higher incomes, higher educational achievements and active social lives were more likely to drink at levels posing an increased risk to their health. A woman from Milton Keynes is due in court today after being arrested for failing to appear for sentence last Friday. 47-year-old Tina Beloveth Powerful was found guilty a month ago of fraud and false advertising. She came to prominence when Harvard University in America sued over her Havard School website. Harvardshire County Council is warning of possible flooding this afternoon with heavy rain forecast. It follows flooding in the Stevenage area last week, which blocked a number of roads and affected homes. People living in St Albans have complained to Network Rail about noisy overnight work taking place near their homes. Workmen have been using chainsaws to chop down trees. Network Rail say they have to carry out essential safety work without disrupting train services. They've apologised but say it's unavoidable. One of the people affected is Gemma Welsh from Milehouse Lane. Two chainsaws going at full pelt for several hours. I mean, there were people out in the pyjamas on the street wanting to know what was happening. And I just don't think this is acceptable. In sport, Usain Bolt, Mo Farah and Jessica Ennis-Hill are in action at the London Anniversary Games at the Olympic Stadium tonight. And Watford have appointed former Liverpool and Leeds striker Harry Kuehl as their under-21 coach. The weather, rain spreading from the southwest, which will become heavy this afternoon. A maximum temperature 16 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Won't you let me walk you home from school Won't you let me meet you at the pool Maybe Friday I can get tickets for the dance And I'll take Dad, 
get off my back Tell him what we said about painted black Rock and roll's here to stay Come inside well it's okay Now shake you Ooh. Three four five nine four double five five double five. BBC Three Counties Radio. It's close enough for rock and roll, huh? I've got one record Don't player. Don't have a lot, but with me that's fine. Whatever I got, well I know it's mine. I don't go. I'm saying these things so you know me, baby. 
is strong with this one. It's Friday. It's not just any Friday. It's a very special Friday. Catherine, do you want to tell the boys and girls, the ladies and gentlemen, the dogs and the cats... Why it's such a special Friday? Because it's my end of term and I don't give a monkey. She don't give a stuff. That's right. For the next two weeks, we're going to have a decent production team. Daily decent producer. Yeah, going solo, guys. Going solo. We're going solo. (laughs) Yeah, because what could possibly go wrong? We're splitting the band up, guys. We're going solo. We're going to get a decent producer. Next week, we got Shaggy. Mm. The week after that, we got Matt Lockwood. (laughs) We're going to have, we're going to have. We're gonna have our contracts ended because we'll have so many complaints because they don't have to produce a show. But, but it'll be fun. It is gonna be so. It's geezers, geezer special. Yeah, yeah. Kelly yeah. Betts, dress sexy. It's gonna be a lot of geezer, a lot of geezer fun. A lot of testosterone in the house next week. And I, you know what? I'm looking forward to that vibe. I have ordered. Excuse me. And I need right. to. I've nervous. ordered extra testosterone off yeah. the internet. Wow. Yeah. Then pills are good. Yeah, I'm mean, gonna bring it in. Yes. Honestly, though, Catherine, Shaggy. That's what we're I don't doing. think does what have more say? testosterone than me. No. <laughs> last time Shaggy, last time Shaggy was producing, right? He was in. Uh, Ollie was in, and uh, Tony Fisher came in, and Shaggy went, "Oh, look, it's uh, it's uh, a lot of testosterone here this morning." I went, "Where's that then, Shaggy?" <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, a lot. And and next week, of course, is a special tribute to Shaggy, and we'll do it the week after for Lockwood. Mm. We're going to have an impersonator Shaggy yes. and then an impersonator Lockers competition. And people can phone in an impersonator Shaggy all next week. Fantastic More of that guy. next week, Catherine. Wow. Are you going away? Of course you're not, because burglars would break into your house if you announce it on the radio. If you were going away, where would you go, my love? If I was going away, I'd go away somewhere and not tell you. That is absolutely marvellous, my darling. Um, <laughs> I look, the thing is, when you come back, do you know what happens if when I you come, come back? back? Do you know what happens? If I come back. I'm off for two weeks. Staying yeah. at home. I'm not going away, burglars. So forget those fancy ideas of stealing my PlayStation 4 and my Xbox 360. Stop listing your valuables. I don't actually own those. I've just got pictures of them, <laughs> which I downloaded free from the internet. So, you know, guys, help yourselves. Ah, we should probably start the show, dearly. Yeah, I think so. Very, think so. very strong. Vi- oh, by the way, mm. you missed this last time. We've got Pete Heat coming in, yeah, the magician. Yeah, the heard. lanky uh, magician. Mm. <laughs> It's going to literally well, blow your freaking I've mind. I've already said to him, listen, mate, you reckon you're some sort of magician. He's uh, on Twitter this morning saying, oh, you know, oh, I've got a new baby. I'm going to be very tired. I said, well, if you're such a great magician, why don't you trick us? You, you could you could actually play the trick that you were here whilst you were laying in bed. You're forgetting already, something, though, Joss. Already he's failing. It's a magic baby. It's not like any ordinary baby. His baby's got special powers. His baby Seriously? could probably, I don't know, levitate. Yeah. I did just tweet him. Where did you pull that out from? I know. I was tempted to tweet that exact same thing, but held it back. Well, I did it. I did it. Because I don't... The thing about me, Catherine, um, there are rules, apparently. I don't know. I haven't got a rule book. I ripped it up years ago. Fair play. Fair play to that. Great guy. Top geezer. Uh, this story we're going to do, we'll do it after quarter past. We haven't got anything after quarter past, have we? Yeah. Uh, have we? How come yeah. in my running order it hasn't got anything? Oh, no, we haven't then. There we go. <laughs> Sorry, my mind's elsewhere. No, no, it's fine. Your mind's been blown already. It's a story about Emma Young, and it's it's such a good story. I don't I don't want to kind of have to rush it, so we'll do it after quarter past. Yeah, that's yeah, right, John. That's a story that you've yeah. taken. Can we? Uh, he keeps saying my name's on the door. It's it's a metaphor. He's implying I'm running a pub. Oh, speaking of which, um, can we actually get my name? Above the door, no, would that too be much. possible? It's too much. It would be a that's really... a little bit arrogant. Well, you you know me. Well, I, I wouldn't say you're that arrogant. Um, I could print off your name and just stick it in blue tack above the door. No, that's not good enough. You wouldn't have that at a pub. 
It's got to be well, metal. You, you, you speak and about, engraved. You speak about pubs, of course. Who's the most famous person that's ever worked in a pub? Uh, Liz McDonald. After Liz McDonald. Peggy Mitchell. After close. Oh. Okay. Ange. No, all right. Who's the the sixth most famous person <laughs> to have worked in a pub? Very oh, specific. I know. Yep. Cat Slater. If only somebody would write a reggae song about her. She likes other men who take her out. Yeah, I didn't know about the netball hobby. Yeah, and football as well. <laughs> That's a young gentleman she... called Carl Matthews who writes songs exclusively, <laughs> I think, about the cast of EastEnders. In a reggae style. Yeah. Uh, EastEnders local and vocal. It's filmed in Hertfordshire. When's this guy coming on? <laughs> My favourite one, though, is the song about Gary Hobbs. Yeah. <laughs> now, is Gary Hobbs the actor? No. He's the character. Yes. Hapless Gary Hobbs, yeah. the okay. mechanic. Well, this, is, this is Gary Hobbs. The song about Gary Hobbs. <laughs> See if you recognise the tune. Same as the last one. You can hear more from BBC Introducing Saturday nights. Please get this guy on. Please. Next week, get Shaggy to book him up. Get him in the studio. I would buy his music. This is new to me. Well, you yeah, can buy his music. That song's a quid. I, but you've opened a whole new world to me. Gary Hubs, he's an East Ender. Gary Hubs, brilliant. What is it, Carl Malcolm? What's his name? Carl Malcolm. No, it's not Carl Malcolm. That's Hey Fatty Bum Bum. <laughs> it's still going on. Gary Hubs, Gary Hobbs, Gary Hobbs, EastEnders, Gary Hobbs. We'll have more from Carl Matthews throughout the show. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio.
Expecting delays as we move through the morning in Stevenage. There's a lane closed for roadworks in both directions between Canterbury Way and the A602 Hitchin Road on Martins Way, the A1072. If you're heading further towards London, the North Circular going west, that's already queuing between the Clockhouse Interchange and New Southgate at Bounds Green. No problems on the trains. Tom Watts, BBC Three Counties Radio. Tom, thank you very much indeed. I promise you, we'll, we'll start the show in a bit, I promise. I mean, this is what happens when you come in the studio. <laughs> Madness, yeah. <laughs> it's Chaos. All next week. Hey, how about we have No Trousers Tuesday? Oh, do you know what? Is that for, for the girls as well? For everybody. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. I'm already wearing No Trousers. Oh, Flipping Ada. Where are we now? It's 6.17. It is Friday the 24th of July. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. An anonymous donor has given over £5,000 to an online fund set up to help a Hertfordshire mother with an incurable cancer. President Obama says the UK must stay in the European Union to have continued influence on the world stage. And people living in St Albans have complained to Network Rail about workmen using chainsaws overnight near their homes. Get more from BBC Three Counties Radio online by liking our Facebook page. Take part in our conversations, including what we talk about every afternoon. Well, it's kind of how most taxes work. So most taxes work that, you know, on the first bit you pay no tax, on the next bit you pay basic rate tax, on the next bit you pay 40%, then 45%. See pictures and videos you won't get anywhere else. What we're going to do today is take you around for a lap of the Silverstone Grand Prix circuit, or 3.66 miles, which will be used for this year's British Grand Prix. Get more from BBC Three Counties Radio online by liking our Facebook page page at facebook.com slash bbc3cr That's the end of one song. This is the beginning of another. All the songs are on records, Justin. Yeah, I know. Last week I was playing off vinyl myself. I have to say, a bit weird. It's a bit yeah. weird playing off vinyl. Cause you, you're looking thinking, how long's left? Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't tell you how long's left. It's old school, mate. Old I know, school skills. I know. I enjoyed it. When though. we go back to the caveman days, we'll all be playing off vinyl. <laughs> Some, uh, something. Oh, I can't keep it in. I can't keep it in. I've got to let it out.
wasn't Carl um, uh, Matthews, that was Cat Stevens. Yeah. We're going to have more from Carl Matthews in a bit. Turns out he's done songs about pretty much everybody yeah. that's ever been in EastEnders. He's got a great back catalogue. Don't make me laugh, because this is... Well, it's a, it's a very serious story, but it's also got a nice twist in yeah. it, so we can, yeah. we can laugh, actually. Uh, it is a very sad story. Last week we heard the story, or when I was off, you were doing this, were you? Mm, yeah. Uh, of a mum of three from Hemel Hempstead. She's made a bucket list of things to do with her children after she was diagnosed with incurable cancer. Emma Young, who's 36, doesn't want to be told how long she's got left to live. But she did tell Justin Dealey uh, she was hoping to create memories that her kids could hold on to when she's gone. Uh, the, the main one is to take the kids to Disneyland Paris. Um, and that's in the process of being booked as we speak. It's just little things, really. You know, the One Direction concert. Cadbury World, you know, Legoland. It's just all about making memories for the kids, getting photos that I can keep, you know, and then when the time comes, they can look back and, you know, we, we've made memories. Tell us more about your children. Um, my children are beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I've got Gracie, who's nearly 16, uh, Louis, who's 10, and Daisy, who's 8, um, and they're brilliant. And how do you live your life not knowing how long you've got hopefully it's going to be as long as possible that's what you want but but how do you do you wake up every day and and try and live your life not knowing how much longer you've got left on this planet it's hard it's um it's very strange i do get up and i do look at life differently now yeah it's you have to not really think about it because i think if you think too much about it you'd go a little bit crazy yeah. um so i just get up and i do what i normally do i'm a mum i do my mum things you know and you try not to think about it. It's, it's, yeah, it's a weird one. Because when something like this happens, you, you really do find out who your true friends are, don't you? You do, yeah. But it's, I mean, you know, it's a hard thing. A lot of people don't know what to say as well. And I've always said from the beginning, just treat me normally, you know, speak to me normally. Because um, I'm still me. Oh, it's, it's it, you know, it's, it's such a sad story. I mean, mm. an, an amazing outlook from her. But me and Justin are both just talking. We've, you know, experienced with people who've, who've had or have got cancer. And it's just... It's so random. It's so yeah, random. She no, sounds it's... delightful and she sounds like she's got her head screwed on. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't want to know how long she's got left to, to live. And she said to me when I got round there that, you know, I might get emotional. Please, you know, bear with me. I'm sorry if I do. I said, sorry if you get emotional. Don't be sorry. Don't be ridiculous. But she also said because she looks so healthy. I mean, if you saw Emma at the moment walking down the street, you, you wouldn't think there was anything wrong with her. And she says, I do feel like a bit of a fraud at the moment, that there's all these people giving me money. Isn't that interesting? And I just said, well, that, that, that's a really, really interesting take on it. Um, she said that people have been coming up to her in, in local pubs and, and giving her a big hug. And 
she says everywhere she goes at the moment that there's such a close community now in Hemel because of this that um, a lot of people are coming up to the street. Fund, so this funding page, yeah. what is, this was set up, but it wasn't set up by her. No, it was set up by one of her best friends. Yeah. Um, this was set up on the 30th of June, so not very long ago. Uh, it's this GoFunding page. Yeah. The target was £10,000, yeah. and I thought it's a, it's a lovely target. Hopefully they're going to get to this target, but it might not happen. Well, this week, fantastic news, that target has been broken. Boom. Now standing over £10,000. That's because somebody who wishes to remain anonymous has come forward well, and donated £5,500, which is absolutely incredible. That's, so that's fantastic. She'll now be getting those memories with her children because that, that's what she wants. She wants her children to be able to look back in photograph albums of her mum. And we're talking about a young lady here who's 36 years old. Uh, Emma Young, we're going to speak to her uh, a little bit later on in the show and... Um, you know, it's, it's it's something that's kind of happening. It's just you, you don't hear about these things, do no. you? We obviously know about the film called Bucket List, but but yeah. this is actually happening for real. This, this is, is, this is, is a young yeah. mother, very young mother in Hemel Hempstead, who just wants to spend however long she's got left, um, enjoying her life with her children. Justin, thank you for that. Uh, we're going to speak to him a little bit later on. I'm just going to break things up a little bit. There we go. 03459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. Then I'm going to play this song by Carl Matthews. <laughs> oh. It's called Sonia Fowler. Yes. What's it about? I guess it's going to have the line, Sonia Fowler, reggae, reggae music. <laughs> Shall I read the description of it? Please. Because maybe let's set the tone. So this is yeah. what he's written underneath it. This is, if you type in Carl Matthews, uh, EastEnders, these songs come up. I've already sent him an email. This is, it's called Sonia Fowler. This is a slang term rhythm like YouTube. Pardon? Mm-hmm. Under Miss Slang term, the year 1985, Carl Matthews did the version in May 2006. The one of the dancehall tune, Upbeat. I'll make a song about her actor of EastEnders. This is a wicked bad tune for the next artist to <laughs> sing on my track to pay me, if you like. What's a slang tag? I'm not totally sure what a slang tag is. I'm very street and I don't even know that term. If you've got a slang tag, call me now. <laughs> here we go. This is Sonia Fowler. Reggae style. Oh, hang on. Oh, I don't... Here we go. Hang on. Seven... I, don't... I don't think there's anything there, I think. He wants me to pay a pound for something. Oh, I've got the wrong fader up here. Go on. Go back side the wrong. Sonia Fowler, <laughs> Natalie Cassidy. Sonia Fowler, Natalie Cassidy. You've got so much rhythm. In a slaughter, styling at the reggae music from the BBC LP. A borrowed book styler. I'm going to fuck you. Slacking at the Sonia Fowler, and the Kevin Witch slacking at the slang tank sing. Sonia Fowler. What's going on with the keyboard, sir? Does he play everything himself or has he got a band? He does one about Dot as well. He does one about Dot. He does, he does. He's got loads of... I mean, is this one about Perry Fennick? He's got loads of people on here I don't know because I don't watch his senders. But let's do the Dot... Has he got any Patty Butcher? <laughs> this is my... Shall I read the introduction or are you guys not going to listen? No, no, <laughs> I'll listen, no, I'll listen. It, this is my dance gospel new hymns with her name is Jew Brown on Ward Christian Soldiers. On, on Ward Christian Soldiers. Some words, what a friend we have in Jesus. Is still dance hall music for the concert. This has taken a very bizarre twist, hasn't it? Uh, this one's simply entitled June Brown. 
That's her actual name, though. Correct. Yeah. Not her character name. Could be confusing. She's a nice lady. Dot Brennan, June Brown. She born 1927, February 16, after Valentine's Day. Be a number one of EastEnders, Wendy Richard. Hang on a minute, I have to. Hang on a second. Can I just go back to the, the date of birth thing? Hang on. 27 February 16, after Valentine's Day. Oh, after Valentine's Day. Apologies, after. EastEnders, Wendy Richard, Pauline Fowler, EastEnders, Reggae Music. EastEnders, Reggae Music, BBC Three Counties Radio, home of the hits. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. No incidents to report on the M1 on the A1M so far this morning. If you're heading towards London on the North Circular at Bounds Green, it's queuing going west between the Clockhouse Interchange and New Southgate. In Bedford, expect some delays later this morning on Paula Radcliffe Way, the A6 at Cutthroat Lane and Clapham Road through the roadworks. No problems on the trains. Tom Watts, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 6.30, I'm Simon Oxley. An anonymous donor has given over £5,000 to an online fund set up to help a Hertfordshire mother with an incurable cancer. 36-year-old Emma Young from Hemel Hempstead wants to spend her final months enjoying activities with her three children. President Obama says the UK must stay in the European Union to have continued influence on the world stage. And people living in St Albans have complained to Network Rail about workmen using chainsaws to chop down trees during the night near their homes. Network Rail said they have to carry out essential safety work without disrupting train services. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Usain Bolt, Mo Farah and Jessica Ennis-Hill are in action at the London Anniversary Games at the Olympic Stadium tonight. Milton Keynes Olympic long jump gold medalist Greg Rutherford competes tomorrow. It will be the first time Farah has raced in Britain since doping allegations surrounding his coach. Bolt has given his backing to his fellow Olympic champion. I'm sorry for Mo because every day I hear these in the papers, they're trying to tear him down. And I think he works so hard to get where he is for uh, somebody's mistake to be causing him problems. So for me... Uh, I I just really hope that um, he doesn't take it too seriously, he doesn't make it stress him out. Watford have appointed former Liverpool and Leeds striker Harry Kuehl as their under-21 coach. 36-year-old Kuehl, who won 56 caps for Australia, retired last year and has been running a youth academy in his home country. The pre-season friendlies continue tomorrow. Watford head to Scotland to face Dundee United. Milton Keynes-Dons are away to Barnet. Luton play their first home friendly as they host Coventry. And Steve Nidger at home to one of manager Teddy Sheringham's former club's Millwall. Elsewhere, West Ham scraped through to the Europa League third qualifying round after beating Malta's Beer Caracara on penalties. Chris Froome came through the 18th stage of the Tour de France unscathed to maintain his hold on the yellow jersey. Froome maintained his three-minute lead. The guys have just ridden out of their skin and I just hope these, these next two stages, they're going to be really key um, to, to, to this year's Tour de France. I hope we can just get through the best we can. And practice starts this morning for Sunday's Hungarian Grand Prix. Harvard's Lewis Hamilton leads the championship by 17 points after his win at Silverstone. BBC Three Counties News and Sport. The next full bulletin is at seven. 
Special request Mickey Miller Joe Shash 2007 Mickey Miller Mickey Miller Joe Shash in a dance style, let's sing about him. He was born 1982, January 20th, two days before my birthday. Carl Matthews, 12 years old, and he saying, Make a Miller, make a Miller, and a Charlie G. Hawking style, saying, Make a Miller, make a Miller, Joe Shash. In the Carl Matthews, he's working from the BBC Elstree Studios on the 3rd of August 2005. Same, 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 same. Mickey Miller style, let's talk in the version. Here's your man, Mickey Miller Joe. Shush. Call 03459-455-555. BBC Three Counties Radio.
Simone's are. I think it's just got politically correct. Shut up and listen. A billy billy bong. Variety. Not bush. The reason a cat claws your lap because it's fighting to sit on a snake. We don't want to go from a sleazy country to a bloody country. Am I allowed to say sex? Yes. A guzzler. Morning, guys. Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. I've got to say, Kelly, it's great to have you back. Thank you, player. Thank you, player. Oh. Oh. And thank you to um, uh, Oasis there. Now, <laughs> uh, guys, we don't do this very often. We've got a magician coming in, by the way. Pete Heat, he came in about a month ago. He's, he's brilliant. Uh, cards on the table. He's a little bit of a mate. I don't, we don't hang out. I've met him seven times in my life. Does that class his friendship? In my book, it does. Uh, but la- the, 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 the problem with him when he came in last time is we didn't have um, our crown jewels on display. Well, I did, but that's because that's they were very swollen due to an, an incident that I cannot go into for legal reasons. We didn't have Justin Dealey with us. Justin Dealey is with us today. He Justin Dealey gets confused by the flyaway Peter, flyaway Paul thing that I do. And he believes in magic. Yeah, yeah. I'm genuinely worried that it could get that punches could be thrown. You know, when we play the jumping out on each other and scaring yeah. each other game. We all we all go we all go ah. Justin immediately goes into fight stance. Both fists come up, step goes back, and there's just that his eyes just for a second go blank. Do you remember uh, when I hid in the stationary cupboard? Yep. He nearly chinned me. Yeah. And I'm just worried if if Pete Heat does anything that's too amazing, like a really basic card trick or to, that trick he does where he turns um, the lottery uh, into money. Dilly's going to chin him yeah. and then put him in a sack and try to drown him. And then go, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I just didn't know what to do with it. You should have seen it coming. <laughs> anyway, we're going to play, um, we've got one quick round of this. Oh, good. One quick round of this. <clears throat> Seagulls gash. What? <laughs> Seagulls gash. Kelly. Is that all one word, seagulls? Seagulls is one word. Good. I'm being I'm being slightly disingenuous. I, I'll read the full thing. Seagulls gash two. <laughs> Kelly, what do you think a seagulls gash might be? <laughs> I'm going to pass on that one. Catherine, you can give us an answer that won't get us taken off the air, bearing in mind that the local MPs are listening and they're not happy with us. But then again, it's my last day, so I don't care. <laughs> I could start early. Um... <laughs> I think it's about oh um, seagulls swooping and going for people's ice creams, right? Missing, and you know how seagulls don't trim their nails, like slipping on the ice cream yeah. and taking the face off. Yeah, she's right. It's actually it's a really serious story, Kelly. So your um, your smutty giggling earlier on was actually quite misplaced. Mm. Maybe you'd like to apologise to the woman and her little boy and the um, seagull. No, not the seagulls. Seagulls are the enemy. Seagulls gashed too. Seagulls gashed a woman's head 
and nearly ripped off a little boy's finger. Now, that's like me coming in saying, oh, man, do you know what happened to me last night? I nearly died. Mm. Well, I didn't die. I'm still alive. And by nearly died, I mean I bumped my head. I cast last night I nearly died. Did you? No, well, no. Oh. Nearly died would be like, you know, going in, in a coma or something. Bumped my head. Did you, though? Sue Ak- I did not last night. Well, I did, I, maybe I did. Sue Atkins, what's it to you? None of your business. We've been so nosy about me, my life and health and wealth. Sue Atkinson, 66, was dive-bombed and pecked in Cornwall. She said, I'm from Cornwall. It was like a scene from the birds. I was oozing blood. Oozing blood. Oozing, <laughs> oozing, no. I was oozing blood. James Bryce, four, was badly cut by a gull's beak. Oh, it's gone from him nearly having a finger ripped off to being badly cut. Come on, four-year-olds, man up. As it swooped to try to grab his sausage roll 15 miles away. Oh, I do like a sausage roll. <laughs> D- Dad Alex said, he's no petrified of them. Two dogs and a tortoise have been killed by the scavenging birds in recent weeks. Now, do you know what this is? Right? And I've noticed this a lot. Do you know what's happening? Yeah. So, in the past year, the mainstream media has uh, uh, encouraged us to start hating lazy firefighters always going on strike because they want better paying conditions and they want the uh, pensions they were promised when they signed up. We're being programmed to hate doctors because they don't want to open their GP surgeries on a Sunday at five o'clock. Now, next on the list, completing the Holy Trilogy, Trinity G. Trinity G. Seagulls. I've got a theory on this one too. Go on, mate. Give us your give us. Give what us was the theory. hate figure, the animal world hate figure of last summer? Oh, it was... Um, no, I'll tell you exactly what it was. It was Osama bin Spider. Yes. Osama so sp- bin Spider? The spiders have been done. They're sorted. They're out of here. Everyone squashed them, put them in jars, killed them and been terrified of them. Yeah, yeah. Now it's on to the seagulls because you know what's happening here? Silly season has begun. Yeah, okay. Man. They are massive though. What spiders? No seagulls. Seagulls, they are big. I saw one the other oh, day man. and I thought, oh, that's like a horse. I tried, that was a horse, mate. I saw a really big bird when I was in Birmingham the other day. They eat a lot up there. Ha 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 No, but a flying bird was, was, it was massive. <laughs> Honestly, it was like, it was the size of Littleham, right. your youngest. And I tried to take a picture of it. I did take a picture of it, but it wasn't standing next to a 50 pence piece or anything. So there was no comparison. So mm. it just looked like a bird. And I thought, well, how do I make this bird look big? So I tried to enlarge the picture. Then that's cheating. But it's cheating. These birds are so deceptive. Yes, I say, let's shoot them. What, the seagulls? The firemen. Oh, no. That... No, the seagulls, we, the seagulls. We need the firemen. Speaking of pies, oh. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. It's a soft G. Mm. It's like you don't pronounce the Moog synthesizer Moog. You pronounce it Kelly, you pronounce it Kelly, you pronounce it Kelly. Moog. Moog. Right. Jake Gyllenhaal, yes. soft G. Does that mean his sister's called Maggie? No, she's called Maggie. Well, she needs she's to be called consistent. Maggie, she's called Maggie Gyllenhaal. She needs to be consistent she with is. the Gs. They've got the same surname, Gyllenhaal. Mm. Yeah, but they need to make a decision on the Gs. They, yeah, do uh, it do, or don't do it. Do you want Gs with that or not? No, I'm full. <laughs> Hold the Gs. One of the, um, the my favourite uh, Harry Enfield sketches, he's very hit and miss now, but he did one a few years ago. It's brilliant. You know that um, the Beatles, uh, be- we're bigger than Jesus. Yeah. They did a sketch about the Beatles still being 1964 mop tops, but now in the 21st century. Yeah. And um, the one playing Lennon goes, well, you know, we're bigger than Jesus. And then there's a big furore because the Beatles have claimed they're bigger than Jesus. Gosh. No? That's, a, that's a funny anyway, joke. Jake, Gake Gyllenhaal has revealed he's a secret fan of Baker's dregs. Oh. Greg's. Oh. 
Mm. The US actor... What time does it open? What, Gyllenhaal's? Mm-hmm. The US actor... Is anyone listening to us today? I'm not. Me neither. The US actor visits a branch every time he's in Britain and is hooked on the £1.99 baguettes. Well, he's not tried the sausage roll. He's not. <laughs> 30, he's not 34. How is Gyllenhaal younger than me? Said, eight Griggs. Greg's budgets. Why is this in the paper, though? <laughs> well, not only is it in the paper, there's a whole story about him eating, eating um, Greg's budgets. And then it says, the sun says, turn to page 10. So they've even put an opinion piece in it. You too can have a body like Jake Gyllenhaal's because can the they? ripped movie... Yeah, they're giving it away with tokens. The ripped movie star has now revealed his diet secret. I eat Greg's budgets, he says. <laughs> Which is great news for those of us already committed to the same regime. Regime. I think I'd look a bit funny with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's body on. Whoa, you'd love it, though! Hey! (laughs) Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. In Dunstable, for a police investigation, Paws Avenue is closed between Wheatfield Road and Boscombe Road, so there's no access onto the Woodside Industrial Estate, probably for most of the morning. On the M25, it looks heavy between Junction 16 for the M40 and 15 for the M4. It looks like there's been an accident on the hold shoulder about halfway along. People slowing down to look at that. On the M25, anti-clockwise, it's building up between Junction 20 for Kings Langley and 19 for Watford. Tom Watts, BBC Three Counties Radio. Yeah, nice one, Tom. Thank you, man. Yeah, nice one, Tom. Thank you, man. Maybe that's... uh, Maybe Wendy Rowe is right. It's time to hang it all up. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. An anonymous donor has given over £5,000 to an online fund set up to help a Hertfordshire mum with an incurable cancer. President Obama says the UK must stay in the European Union to have continued influence on the world stage. And people living in St Albans have complained to Network Rail about workmen using chainsaws overnight near their homes. Let's get the weather! Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Thanks very much indeed. It's looking pretty miserable for the three counties today. Uh, at the moment, a dry start, although we've uh, just started to see a little showery line developing, a very, very narrow one. If you're towards Stevenage, you probably can see it, uh, maybe even just north of Luton, but elsewhere, it's dry at the moment. But we've got rain knocking on the door. It's out towards Oxfordshire at the moment. It is heading our way. And once it starts to set in, looks like it's going to be heavy and persistent for the rest of the day today. We do now, of course, have a Met Office weather warning in force from midday today until 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. A good 10 to 12 hours of persistent and heavy rain uh, through the latter part of the morning into the afternoon and overnight tonight. But in fact, we'll have uh, yeah, some uh, showery bits and pieces before that even starts to set in. And some spots are going to have 25 millimetres or more of rain. That's an inch. But uh, some spots will get even more than that by the time it all clears away this even- or in the early hours of tomorrow morning. A pretty difficult commute for you this evening. We'll have a lot of surface spray on the roads and not only that, as it all clears away, the winds are going to pick up as well. So in the early hours of tomorrow morning, wind gusts of 40 miles an hour. It will clear by tomorrow morning, a much, much better day for you tomorrow. Dry, uh, some sunshine, 18 or 19 degrees after a high today of just 15 degrees in some spots. A dry start on Sunday, but rain in the afternoon. Special guests are pair favourite style of EastEnders, Billy Mitchell. Steve Farden as Phil Mitchell, a member of family style. Joshua Pascu as Ben Mitchell. Kathy Murray.
every weekday from three. The East of England Ambulance Service are urging us to stay safe in the heat and take sensible precautions. Barry is in Bedford. Hi, Barry. Hi, Rob. Right, I've got a story about bad breath and it's quite embarrassing, really, but uh, I do... Don't, don't be embarrassed. Roberto Peroni. Yes. Yeah, we kiss them and cut oh, them. Oh, no, you don't kiss necks. an animal, yeah. no. Yeah. So you've started an online petition to raise money to pay the Greek debt. That's right. Um, I was fed up with um, politicians going round in circles, and I thought, you know what, let's just crack on and let's see if we can do something here. Roberto Peroni, weekdays from three on BBC Three Counties Radio. I've really got to work on my eyesight. I was convinced I had the song... I'm being all flashed there, and I'm convinced I had the song queued up. Yeah, I thought you were being bold there. I've been very bold there, never mind. Um, ah, Please don't ask me why. 
Ladies and gentlemen, evil has walked into the building. Evil is approaching the studio. Evil is wearing a hat. It's the world's most uh, evil magician. <laughs> it's Mr. Pete. Morning, Pete. Good morning. Nice Hello. to see you. Nice to see you. But have you had a baby? I might have. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't oh. look it, does he? You're very slim. Good. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Well, if, if you have, congratulations. You, why, why can't you take the hat? Now, the only reason <laughs> men wear hats is because they're going bald. I'm not. Check, check, you check it out. Check it out. You mane. can't go bald. No, look at that. I've got a virile mane. Is <laughs> 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 that a thing that people say? Is, now, how, uh, how quickly could you, could you pull one off for me? Excuse me? Could you me? knock one out now? A magic trick? Yes. Uh, do you need to prepare? Give me two seconds. I'll tell yeah. you why. Because Justin Dealey wasn't here last time. Yeah. Justin Dilly is our roving reporter. Yeah. He is here this time. And you've seen the nonsense. I, I mean, I, apologies in advance. He's been harassing you on, on, on Twitter. He's been, <laughs> it's been quite threatening, the tone he's taken. He thinks you lot, you people, coming over here with your magic tricks, yeah. are, are demons. Um, he's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wish I could defend myself. We're slightly concerned about the reaction he might elicit when you blow his mind, because yeah. he's... Um, I would say a violent man, but he has got a trigger he's not, arm. He's not a violent man, he's a stupid man. And that can lead to violence. I've jumped out on him once and he nearly chinned no, me. No, he's not. He's a, he's a top bloke and he's, he is. He, uh, you are genuinely going to blow his mind. In that case, we'll, we'll get you to do something after seven with him. Don't okay. do anything with him before that. Okay. If, he, if he corners you, all right, Pete. In fact, it's Justin out there. Let's get Justin in because I want him to meet Pete. He's mooching. He's, he's mooching. Here he comes, here he comes, here he comes. Uh, uh, but don't, he'll, he'll try and get you to do something in front of him. Don't, okay? Because, look, Deals, come in, sit down by the blue oh, mic, no, mate. No, no, no. Come, uh, oh, no, don't, don't worry. You can come, as, come and share with... Uh, come in the come studio. Come What's and wrong? Here. Come and sit here. Come and sit here. What's wrong? Justin, come here. Just, no, no, no. It's okay. I'm just psyching myself up for this. Why won't you go, <laughs> Justin is sat outside the studio. Why, mm-hmm. why won't you come in? Because I don't think there should be that, that close proximity between now and the trick. What does that even mean in English? There shouldn't be no, no, no. Hang on a minute. Hang on. No, no. Listen, I, I want as little to do with Pete. Pete, morning, by the way. Good morning. Great swag. Um, this what is I will very, say, this is very tense already. I Jeez. don't. I don't want to be too close to Pete between now and the trick because I don't want him to get into my mind. But he was going to do one on you now. <laughs> Well, no, no he, needs a, he needs a second. I, I, I was told ten to eight. That's what my agent told me. Ten okay. to eight. I like that they say the trick, as though there's only going to. He can only do one trick. Okay. This guy's. This guy can. How do... long is the trick going to take now? Is it going to be a simple one? No, but he needs. He needs, needs a little bit of time to kind of just feel the just, energy of the room, the studio. This is exactly, exactly what I'm saying out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> just, I'm taking this seriously, can I, guys. Can I just ask one thing, right? Yeah. Pete, uh, uh, Justin, just just look each other in the no, eyes. No, I'm for not a doing that. <laughs> no, I'm, no, because he would then gain an advantage over me for later on. Gosh. I'm being deadly serious. I know you are. <laughs> I know. I know. Listen, <laughs> you're going to be recording this, okay? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want Pete gaining the upper hand on me. Mate, he's and already... out- no, he hasn't, because I'm not looking at him. I'm deliberately... <laughs> I, I drove around the corner to get some cigarettes a moment ago. It's and minute. Yeah, I know. What, and, during showtime? Yeah, showtime. And oh, I saw Pete walking down the road, and already it started to affect me. <laughs> Pete, when, you, when you, um, you, you meet people like this, yeah. I mean, what are, you, what are you feeling? What are you picking up from Justin? Uh, it's, it's, I'm picking up fear, um, slight hostility. Um, yeah, I don't know how to handle. I don't know how to handle it. No one does. No one does. It's yeah. probably best. Listen, okay. Pete, we'll don't get... look. No, don't look. 
after uh, after seven o'clock, we'll get you back in at Pete Heat if you want to follow him on Twitter. He's yeah. genuinely one. Of, you are my favourite magician. I'm working Thank with John Archer. Much. I've just discovered in a, in a couple of months, and he's oh, really? good. You're better than that guy. Oh, You're better you. than Archer. Well, we'll he fooled Penn and Teller. He did. Uh, right, listen, we're going to speak to you in a little bit. Justin, okay. go and go and, uh, you know, have a cheeky growler because mm. you're going to need as much strength as you can humanly get, all right? Mm, all right. Thank you very much indeed. 03459 455 555. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. In Dunstable, Paws Avenue is closed because of an accident between Wheatfield Road and Boscombe Road. So there's no access onto the Woodside Industrial Estate at the moment and probably for most of the morning while the investigation work goes on. On the M25, anti-clockwise, it's heavy between Junction 16 for the M40 and 15 for the M4. After an accident in the hard shoulder about halfway along, that's now been cleared away. Also anti-clockwise, it's busy between Junction 20 for Kings Langley and 19 for Watford. Tom Watts, BBC Three Counties Radio. Tom, thank you very much. I know what you're thinking if you missed it last time. Magic on the radio, that ain't going to work, trust me. Um, it, it, it will do. And even if even if that doesn't do it for you, Dealey's reaction will. We're going to film... We'll, I, I, I'm tempted just to film Dealey's face. I don't even want to see the trick. I just want to see Dealey's face as he realises everything he's known is wrong. 03459 555. Let's get the news here, Simon. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's seven o'clock. The headlines over £10,000 pledged to help turn up terminally ill Hertfordshire mum. Obama urges Britain to stay in the EU. And St Albans residents complain about overnight chainsaws. BBC Three Counties Radio. An anonymous donor has given over £5,000 to an online fund set up to help a Hertfordshire mother with an incurable cancer. 36-year-old Emma Young from Hemel Hempstead wants to spend her final months enjoying activities with her three children. And the online fund set up by a friend has so far raised over £10,000. The main one is to take the kids to Disneyland Paris. It's just little things really, you know, the One Direction concert, Cadbury World, you know, Legoland. It's just all about making memories for the kids, getting photos that I can keep, you know, and then when the time comes they can look back and we've made memories. President Obama says the UK must stay in the European Union to have continued influence on the world stage. Downing Street said it was right for the British people to have the final say in a referendum. In a BBC interview, Mr Obama said America wanted to make sure that Britain continued to have influence. Having the United Kingdom in the European Union gives us much greater confidence about the strength of the transatlantic union and is part of the cornerstone of institutions built after World War II that has made the world safer and more prosperous. And we want to make sure that the United Kingdom continues to have that influence. A study commissioned by the charity Age UK has concluded that harmful drinking among people aged over 50 is a middle-class phenomenon. The researchers found that older people classed as successful with higher incomes, higher educational achievements and active social lives were more likely to drink at levels posing an increased risk to their health. A woman from Milton Keynes is due in court today after being arrested for failing to appear for sentence last Friday. 47-year-old Tina Beloved Powerful was found guilty a month ago of fraud and false advertising. She came to prominence when Harvard University in America sued over her Havard School website. 
Hertfordshire County Council is warning of possible flooding this afternoon with heavy rain forecast. It follows flooding in the Stevenage area last week, which blocked a number of roads and affected homes. People living in St Albans have complained to Network Rail about workmen using chainsaws to chop down trees during the night. Network Rail say they have to carry out essential safety work without disrupting train services. They've apologised but say it's unavoidable. One of the people affected is Gemma Welsh from Milehouse Lane. Two chainsaws going at full pelt for several hours. I mean, there were people out in the pyjamas on the street wanting to know what was happening. And I just don't think this is acceptable. In sport, Usain Bolt, Mo Farah and Jessica Ennis-Hill are in action at the London Anniversary Games at the Olympic Stadium tonight. And Watford have appointed former Liverpool and Leeds striker Harry Kuehl as their under-21 coach. The weather, rain spreading from the southwest, which will become heavy this afternoon. A maximum temperature 16 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Thank you, Simon. Morning, Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. If you've if you've just tuned in, well, you've missed Carl Matthews. We'll have more Carl Matthews in a bit, I think. Reggae style. Pete Heat is here. He's uh, just the best magician I've ever met. I love magic. He's brilliant. He's going to blow Dealey's mind. He's also available for uh, weddings, parties, funerals. I guess if you want to lighten the mood a bit, why not? Why don't they have entertainers at funerals? Because that, that's the, the time you really need entertaining, not parties. Everyone's happy at parties. It's at funerals. Everyone, you notice they're all crying and stuff? Get an entertainer in. As always, uh, happy to play rock, scissors and paper on the air if that's what you want. You know, it's kind of, it's Kath's last day. She's leaving us. So, you know, we're just, we're just kind of messing around, really. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. 03459 Now, I was off last week, so I missed this story, but I've been speaking to Justin about it. And, um, well, gosh, you know, isn't it worth covering? Um, it's the story of Emma Young. She's from Hemel. She's 36, she's got three kids and no idea how much longer she's got to live after being told her cancer is incurable. What she does know is that she's going to give her children some wonderful memories to hold on to thanks to the generosity of friends and, well, just like loads of strangers and stuff. Emma joins me now. Morning, Emma. Hi, morning. Um, Thanks very much for joining us. Now, I missed this story last week, so apologies if I ask anything that Justin covered when he spoke to you. Um, don't worry. What, uh, and again, as I always say, if I ask anything you don't want to answer, you can tell me to jog on and I won't be offended and we'll move on. <laughs> when did you find out um, you had cancer? Uh, I was diagnosed with primary breast cancer on the 2nd of May 2014. OK. Um, and then five days later, I found out that it was secondary. And uh, secondary means that there's not really a lot they can do about it. Is that right? Um, that's right, yeah. It's incurable. Okay. Um, And uh, you don't know how long you've got to live, do you? No, I've never asked. I've always said I don't want to know. Can I ask why? Because that's a really interesting um, decision to have made. Why did you make that decision? Um, Because they give you... Well, they base it on um, an example of a lot of other people in a similar situation to yourself. Yeah. Um, I just thought, if they tell me I've got five years, for example... 
you know, you're going to count down to that day and then what happens if you're still alive and kicking? You know, how do you cope with that? And then and then what do you do? So I just figure, figure that I don't want to know um, and then I just live my life as I was before. Um, you've got three kids. Can I ask how old your kids are? Yeah, one's 15, a 10 and 8. Oh, blimey, you've got your hands full, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what, what, boys or girls? Um... Oldest and youngest is a girl, yeah. and the middle is a boy. Okay, well, you've got a boy um, breaking it up in the middle. How yeah. did uh, do they know everything that's going on? Are they? I mean, they're old enough, aren't they? I would imagine that, that, that they that they'd be able to understand what's happening. Have you told them? Um, the youngest one doesn't really know, to be honest. Right. Um, yeah. It's a bit too much for her to comprehend. Yeah. Um, middle one knows that I've got cancer. Um, freaked him out for a little while, but he's all right now. Yeah. And the older one knows exactly everything that's going on, so um, she sort of took it at her stride, really. But yeah. it, you can't really hide it from them. It's you know, it's too hard. Yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. And and I, I was speaking to Justin earlier off air, and you know, both of us have had um, you know people in our lives who've had cancer or who have got cancer, and um, it's just it's just it's such a horrible disease. You're trying to do something really special. You're not trying. You are doing something very special for your kids, aren't you? Um, well, I am now, yeah, thanks to the generosity of everybody. Um, I'm able to sort of fulfil my bucket list and make memories for the kids. So what? what is your, because a bucket list, this is kind of like a new new phrase, and it? it's a list of things that people want to do before they die, basically. Um, yeah, that's it. And, what, and what's on yours? Um, well, the main one on mine is to take the kids to Disneyland Paris. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's nice Sorry. there. They'll, they'll love that. We went there last year. <laughs> it's very oh, nice. You? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, well, I actually booked it on Monday. Oh, did you book it? Yes. Oh, when are you going? Uh, the 23rd of August. Oh, fantastic. Here's one what, my, my, my one word of advice. Anyone who goes to, to Disneyland Paris, right, the, all the characters, the, the cartoon characters, and you'll see Mickey Mouse and you'll see um, Mary Poppins, and all, they're all there, right, and they're brilliant. The people that are selling you coffees and sandwiches in the Disneyland Paris, they're a little bit... Um, they're a little bit cold, I think, is the thing. So <laughs> go there, Barry, because I, I, I wasted a morning being really grumpy that they were being grumpy. Go there knowing that, and it won't it won't get in your way. How long are you going for? Uh, three nights. Oh, fantastic. Days. Oh, you're going to love that. That's brilliant. Is there anything else on the list? Um, there's a few things, really, yeah. Um, I wanted to have dinner at the Shard. Yeah. Um, I want to take the kids to Legoland, to oh, Cadbury World. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's nothing really big i mean apart from disneyland um you know but it's it's just little things that i'd like to do with them and and you know we'll get photographic memories and they can look back in years to come and and you know remember everything it's it's about the the, the memories isn't it i i, I suppose you're, you're you, yeah these are great things to go and do but it's it's so they can look back in years to come and a they'll have the picture of, of the you know the, the whole family next to mickey mouse which is well worth queuing up for but also, they'll, they'll remember it. They'll, they'll, they will cherish those memories, won't they? That's right. And they're all old enough now that they won't forget. You know, yeah. I think, um, obviously, thinking about, you know, not being here with them is, is horrible. But I know that when I do go, they're all old enough and they won't forget me. I won't just be a memory as such. Um, and, and you can afford to do this because your mate set up a, a kind of donation page. Is it right your friend set that up, the donation page? Yeah, my friend Amy. Um, yeah, what is... God, sorry. No, I was just going to say, what, did, did, she, did you know she was doing it? And, and if not, what, what, what did you feel when she told you? She asked me if she could set up a fundraising page. Yeah. 
Um, and I just thought she meant, you know, she'd hold a, a pub quiz and get 50 quid or something. Yeah. Um, so when it sort of went as mad as it did, it was it was crazy. And it has gone mad, isn't it? Uh, you, 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 were, you were kind of hovering around the three, four thousand and then a, a, an anonymous donation of, is it, is it five and a half grand came in? Yeah, on Tuesday evening. And do you do you know who it is? And they just don't want their name said, or, or, or is it a complete stranger? No, I don't know who it is. Isn't that mad? It is crazy, yeah. <laughs> and doesn't yeah. it restore your faith in the in, in humankind? You know that that someone would would do that. It, it does. I mean, I think I'm still in a bit of shock. Um, it's just crazy that someone's done that for us and they don't even know us. Um, well, I you know they might know us. I don't know them. Um, it's just, yeah, I mean, it's just enabled me to be able to do so much more with a kid. Um, it's crazy. And you've got no way, have you been been able to send them an email through the site thanking them? or Because or, or, I'd be going, um, I'd be going, who is it? Is it you? Do I, is it you who's done this? <laughs> yeah, no, Amy um, can do that because she's admin of the right. page. She actually goes back and she'll send an email of thanks to all the people that have donated. Mm. I've just sort of put a general one on Facebook, so um, you know that people well, on there see it. But well, yeah. I, it's amazing, isn't it? It, it, it is amazing. Um, and Justin was telling me off air, that, uh, or maybe he said it on air actually, that you feel a bit of a fraud because you're all right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because um, <laughs> I look all right, and you know I'm still doing everything I was doing before, and um, yeah, I, I feel quite quite a fraud because. I feel people think that I should be ill and bald and, you know, have to yeah. face again. Yeah. I've been there, I've done that, and I've come through the other side, luckily, Touchwood, you know. So, um, so yeah, so I'm just going to embrace it now, do everything I can while I'm still fit and healthy, and then, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. It's an amazing attitude, and I hope that doesn't sound patronising saying that, but, you know, I've, everyone here has, has been touched by by illness and death. Um, you know, f- fairly recently, and it, it, it does change your outlook on things. Your, your kids are very lucky to have a mum like you. Oh, thank you. You're doing a brilliant job, and uh, you're gonna, oh, you're gonna love it. I, I go, we go to Legoland quite a bit, and it's um, oh, it's nuts there. <laughs> it's just nuts. It's it's really good fun, Emma. It's really nice to talk to you. Uh, keep in touch with us, and let us know how things go, won't you? We will, yeah. All right, brilliant. Have a, have a nice time in Disneyland, and we'll speak to you soon. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you. Bye bye. There we go. What a lovely lady. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five. This is true about Disneyland. I'm not trying to throw a downer on her experience. The Euro Disney, the staff that sell the um, the teas and the coffees, and uh, they're so miserable. Now I know that that's I know that they're that's French. France, mm-hmm. right? But I thought once you entered the gates of Disney, you were kind of in you were in America, you were in the fantasy Disneyland. You're not you're in France and boy oh boy they let you know you're in France. Let me tell you something about the French. Please right? do, mate. They wanted Disneyland because they wanted it. But they were quite happy when it wasn't doing very well at first. Yeah, yeah. Because Mickey Mouse is kind of the emblem of everything that is changing their culture and they don't like it. The thing is, if you complain, all they do is say Tough mate. You know, that's it. What's he that's... saying there? Tough mate. Huh? Tough mate. But there's no, he doesn't have any even hint of a T oh, in that okay. mate. Aft mate. <laughs> there you go, Lucy. That's, Gosh, my laugh really is. That's, that's, if you missed that, that's um, from uh, the podcast. Uh, we, we recorded some extra bits for the podcast. Uh, um, but normally we record like five minutes of extra bits for the podcast. We did about 20, 25 minutes yesterday, and it's, it's, it's all that. Can I just have a clip of him going off mate as well, please? Yeah, man. That. Thank you, man. Um, it, it got really weird. So you, you, you'll want to download the podcast this week. 
We've got any texts? I'm getting messages now saying you're not leaving, are you? And I'm saying yes, I am. Yes, yeah, the last day today. For two weeks. I tell you what we've got. The next story is um, it's dry. Who's eating? Everyone. If it's if it's Pete, it's okay. If it's not Pete, then it's then you're no, back. Yeah, it's Pete. It's Pete. Oh, Pete. Pete. It's Pete. Can you stop? Can you stop eating? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. He's a guest. He's a guest. He's yeah. alright. The next story, I'll be honest, is a bit boring and a bit dry. We'll do it. All, all filler, no killer. Uh, yeah. But but then maybe we can get Pete in before half past to do a can definitely do cheeky that. little trickette. Stop eating for one second. <laughs> yeah, a cheeky little trickette on Justin Dealey. Um, Eight one three double three. Start your text three CR. Let's get the trap. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. In Dunstable, there's been a serious accident on Paws Avenue. It's closing the road between Wheatfield Road and Boscombe Road. So there's no access for vehicles to the Woodside Industrial Estate and we expect that to stay in place probably for most of the morning. The M25 going anti-clockwise, heavy between Junction 20 for Kings Langley and 19 for Watford. Also anti-clockwise, starting to get busy between Junction 17 for Maple Cross and 16 for the M40. No problems I can see on the trains. Tom Watts, BBC Three Counties Radio. Morning, it's 7.15, it's BBC Three Counties Radio. These are your headlines. An anonymous donor has given over £5,000 to an online fund set up to help a Hertfordshire mump with an incurable cancer. President Obama says the UK must stay in the European Union to have continued influence on the world stage. And people living in, in St Albans have complained to Network Rail about workmen using chainsaws overnight near their homes. Treasure Quest on BBC Three Counties Radio. I don't want this show to be censored. You've got a clean house? No. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, feel free to text in whatever you want to me. Hello. <coughs> Sorry. Jive <laughs> You are right for all this. Gosh, I thought we were going to have our first live death. Saturday mornings from nine. I'm going to help the female section of the quiz, the quiz this morning. All Liz will do is just not let you have part two. In a new feature, let's find out. Ernie, how are you in your big rubbery face? It's a cross between Jack Parr, uh, Pat, uh, hang on. <laughs> Treasure Quest, every Saturday morning from nine on BBC Three Counties Radio. Call 03459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. Silly story, let's do it. Um, the good news and the bad news. The bad news is there's going to be loads of roadworks on the motorways. For the... If you drive up the M1, as I have uh, to do every flipping week, it's all 50 miles an hour. Boring, isn't it? It's all boring. 50... When, when are they going to make it back to 106 miles an hour? Um... The good news is that the highways agency is going to put up some jolly signs to make your experience more, more enjoyable. Now, if anybody has seen these crazy, wacky signs on the M1, have they made your... What are you eating? I'm just finishing off a biscuit. <laughs> Last day, mate. I'd like, I want to okay. finish I want to finish something off. Go on, then. Don't, Thank you. Don't done. bother me. Done. Um... The signs, jolly signs, uh, to make our journey more... Uh, what are we going to say? If anyone's seen the signs, finish your thought, mate. You know, just so you can sup. Last day, she doesn't care. You see why she's not going to be here next week. Um, Catherine, what sort of messages will people be seeing? Well, they're going to be brightly coloured orange signs with messages including, Welcome to our work zone. Oh, for crying out loud. No one likes to tailgater. Nice. Broken I down. like an alligator. Al- 
Carry on. Okay. Yeah, keep working on that. Broken down will come to you. And the best one or the worst one, depending on how cynical you are. Somebody loves you. Drive carefully. See, the welcome to the work zone again. You see all these pictures with um, kids wearing hard hats saying, my, my daddy dad works, works here. here. Well, your, your, your dad works there. I bet he doesn't. No one likes a tailgater. Well, that's silly. Broken down will come to you. Well, that makes sense. I saw that and thought, well, that's sensible because yeah. that's what they do in, in robots. You don't get out. Well, mm-hmm. you get out to, if you have to go and stand on the verge, but they'll come to you. Somebody loves you, drive carefully. Oh, for crying What if somebody doesn't love you, Ryan? It's just a reminder that everyone's turned their back on you in it's life. Like, it's, like everyone, it's like those um, people that hate Christmas because, you know, they messed up their lives and they've got no friends and their family don't talk to them no more or they didn't bother to have kids. Those losers. It, it, that is going to really rub it in. This is the equivalent of Christmas every day for those slackers. Yeah, yeah. This is the equivalent of someone shouting, cheer up, love. It, it might, might never, never happen. happen. Anyway, the Highways Agency says the signs are the first of a number of measures. It's not that will improve our customers' experience of our roads. They also hope to work with suppliers to reduce the time taken to complete roadworks. Well, that would help more, I would suggest. The bright colours will make the signs easier to read while on the move to make driving through roadworks as simple as possible. It will also create a consistent look and feel to roadworks and make them more intuitive. I mean, I don't think many people are confused by roadworks now, but I may be wrong. Go on, ask the next question. I don't want to ask the next question. I Go just on. want to... Go on. Punch I mean, the sooner you do, the sooner we're done. I don't want to finish it. I don't want to do it. Do we know how much it's going to cost? Yes. No, I don't know. It's all part of a plan to make roadworks clearer and simpler for people to drive through. We don't know how much the signs themselves are going to cost, but it's part of a £11 billion investment into motorways and major Well, that A-roads. figure means nothing, because no. that means, like, the building of the roads. Yeah, exactly. The highways agency feel with so much work planned on the roads in the next five years, they need to make the experience of driving through roadworks better. Who's running the highways agency? A nine-year-old? No, it can't be, because a nine-year-old would know that a sign saying, drive carefully, somebody love you, is going to wind people up. Wind it up, reggae style. Where can we see these signs? On the roads. All right. Currently, it's still a trial period. There are four pilot schemes if you want to look out for these signs and um, maybe give them a nice um, wave or a different gesture back. You're more likely to see them on roadworks on the A21 in Kent, the A40 in Gloucestershire and the M3 in Surrey. Locally, though, you'll spot them on the M1. These roads have been chosen from a cross-section of long-term and short-term roadworks spread across England. We did hope to speak to the Highways Agency about this on the programme this morning, but they didn't have a spokesperson available and they couldn't send us a sign saying, jog on, mate, we're not interested. Is that it? Yeah, I'm done. Is that the, are we, and are we doing this again, or is that it? Um, I think we were going to speak to Adam Rayner, but we don't have to if you don't want. If you don't want to waste oh, no, his time. I, I, no, I like him. He'll have something funny to say about I it. I do like him, but I'm just thinking instead of doing that, we could have we could have done something creative and constructive. We could have what in a well in a reggae style. We could have had something like this. That's Carl Matthews, who is um, a reggae artist who likes to write about the EastEnders uh, crew. Um, 
we're joined. Uh, Justin Dilly's joining me in the studio. Morning, boss. I'm loving having you in the studio. It's nice to be here. <clears throat> you're wearing a string vest. Uh, no, not technically true. Well, what, okay. I'm, wear, I'm wearing a vest and a string jumper. Okay, you're wearing. Well, I suggest you, you take the. I suggest remove the vest. All the lads are cheering. Get the blooming beers in. You know what would happen if I took the vest off? And Nicole you know, would get stuck. Exactly. Yes. Okay. And there's a lot of rubbing going on as okay. well. Pete Heat is here. Pete is... Uh, are we? Fr- I mean, I keep saying, are we friends? No, I wouldn't class us as friends. Okay, no. No, that's fair enough. It's good, it's good to know. I retract all those statements. I retract no, those. We've met We've met seven oh. times. Well, a well-wisher, is how I'd say it. Um, Who's wishing whom well? Well, it's hard to know. Uh, but, no, I'd say we're, we're You're friends. a magician. You're, yeah. We'll, we'll give, out, give out your website if people want to go and have a look, because... Uh, PeteHeat.co.uk. Okay. So that's P-E-T-E-H-E-A-T. Well, okay. He's, he's, that was almost a wrap. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and, and you're brilliant. You're going to do it, Justin. Uh, you're going to do a trick for Justin now. Yeah. Maybe yeah. a couple throughout the morning. Yeah. What, what are you going to do, Justin? And Justin, you're okay. gonna, I'm afraid you're going to have to. Look no, I in. will look. I, I just said earlier on um, that uh, obviously um, you've got me in here this morning. Put the cameras down, guys. Come on, come on. You've got me in here this morning to make me look stupid. Okay. I'm going to beat. Pete, it's as it's simple not, as that. No, 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 no. It is a competition. This is a competition to me. I will not be beaten. That's why I'm still not looking at Pete. We- the first time <laughs> we have pure eye contact right. will be for the trick, and I think I'm going to suss him out. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Ju- Justin Dealey, I invite you to look at Pete as the trick begins. Okay, here we film- go. I'm right. just filming. Pete, your lovely face. to meet you, Hello. by the way. Lovely to meet you. Literally, literally <laughs> not looking in the eyes. <laughs> This is this is gonna be hard. Okay, uh, I'm actually gonna do. I'm gonna get you involved as well, Ian. First, I'm gonna get. Um, so yeah, you, Justin, you, Ian, as well. Beautiful. So um, so we got a couple of things. Got yep. a pack of cards. Yep. Yeah, you guys can see that. Yeah. Uh, got the case that the cards came in. Yep. There's something in there. There's a it's kind of a prediction inside the card okay. case. There's something inside that box. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna put that um, sort of in front of you there. Just so. Is it a winning lottery ticket? It is not a winning lottery ticket. I'm just gonna leave that in front of you, Justin. So you don't let me go. There's a don't card, let me. pack of cards in yep. front of Justin Daly that uh, is is not too, well. You can reach yeah. it, but you couldn't open it. You can right? see this just, video just so, live. By just the way, so you can see I'm not doing anything sneaky with it. Um, Justin, I'm gonna get you to mix the cards up. You can okay. check check they are just real cards we'll as well. Quick look, I know what you guys I've are also like. got I've had a post-it notes. Um, Ian. Yeah. I want you to think of a random word. So like, don't say it out loud. Just think a of a random uh, word. But it could be just an English word, and don't make it too long and mental. But but it can be it can be literally <laughs> anything. Like don't don't say like, I don't, don't don't say anything. But don't think I don't know, microphone or radio or magic because it'd be too obvious. Oh okay. Uh, right. But so you got you got, you got a word in your mind. Um, have I got a word in my cu- in my mind? Um, it's hard to think of a word. D- yeah, don't say it. Don't I've say got it. A, I've got a word in my mind. Okay, yeah, cool. I think I know what that is. I don't, I don't want you to. <laughs> I don't want you to. No, I, I think I know what that is. Don't show anyone. Don't even show the camera. Don't show Justin. Particularly, don't show me. Just write it down, and when you've done it, you can either close the pad or you can rip the pe- rip the post-it note okay, out. So whatever mm. you want. I've been given a pen. Uh, in fact, pen. in fact, just so you know, I'm not looking. I'm actually going to leave the room now for a second. I'm going to give you about 10, 20 seconds, and I'm going to come back in a second. Why you write that down? Okay. He's leaving the room. He's going. No webcams or anything. Well. Has he been here yesterday? What does that even No, mean? has he been here yesterday rigging up the studio? Is there a camera behind you right now? And if there was, how would you know? I've ri- He's not rigged up How the do you st- know? I've written I've written the word down, Pete. I've closed it. Do I, what would you like me to do? Close it or... Now where's he gone? 
He's come, he's See, what's gone, he gone over there for? He's gone outside. Do you, that was so I couldn't even look through the window. It's closed. Okay. It's in there. Do you want me to take okay. it out? Uh, you can just put it somewhere I can't get to it, basically. Okay. okay, okay I'm going to put my headphones back in. All right, so Justin, you've shuffled the pack. I have indeed, they, sir. They appear to be pretty well shuffled, yeah? Thank you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're appreciate, welcome. Appreciate the feedback. Okay. No, that's all right. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, do, you want, do you want me to shuffle them as well, or do you want me to leave them exactly uh, no, in the order that they're You can shuffle those. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you sure? Yeah. Yeah, as long as I can watch. All right. Yeah, of course. Okay. Okay, so just to see they're genuinely are being just a bit mixed up a bit more. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Happy? Okay, I'm happy. All right, okay. Justin, um, should we take the top card or should we shuffle them and you say stop somewhere? How do you want to do it? Um, <laughs> You'll be very accommodating. Yeah, Pete. no, I, I, Pete I, is. He, he can feel the tension, right? Okay, you pick a card, but <laughs> pick it, pick it from the middle. <laughs> pick it from the middle. Pick it from Actually, the I'll tell you middle. what, if I mix them up, yep. you just say stop as whenever you want. Okay. That's fair, okay, right? Yeah. Wherever you want. So say stop somewhere. Okay, stop. Okay, you sure? Yes. Can I go further or not? No, no, that's okay. fine. Have a look at it, but don't say it out loud. Yeah. Okay, that's from a shuffle pack. Yeah. Everyone see what that you is. You saw you shuffle that, Justin okay. told you when All to right. stop. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to put that back down. I'm going to put the pack down here so I can't even look at what that was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All just, fair so far. I'm just yeah. filming Dealey's face. Aren't okay. You? Okay. So, um, like I say, in that card box on the table, I made a little prediction. Yeah. Uh, and there are two bits of information here. There's a card that Justin's thinking of. Yeah. A card it, that, what the card that you just yeah, yeah, the one that you've that you that you yeah. said stop on. Yeah. And there's also a word, hopefully, that, that <laughs> Ian's thinking of. See now, Justin, okay. I I feel a bit tingly now. Mm. Do you feel tingly? I, well, yeah, there's something weird happening to my body. Okay. <laughs> I, feel, I feel really uh, nervous. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm nervous. So it's it's a it's a two part thing, like I say. So, um, Justin, yeah. could you open that card case uh, and just tip out firstly uh, what it is onto the table? This is okay. It's a folded cool. just for, for everyone else. Yeah. It's a folded playing card. It's um. It's from a different pack, obviously, because yep. uh, that's been in yep. there the whole time. And there's one that I put in there already. Don't unfold it completely yet, but just peel back the corner. If, if you turn it yep. over, turn it, turn it. Uh, yeah, you yep. see the corner sort of slightly lifted up. Peel yep. that back, and just so you can see. In fact, before you do that, what was your card? It was two of hearts. Fold that corner back and have a look at what this prediction is. No, no, don't unfold it completely. Don't unfold it completely. Just, just look. Yeah. Just check it, it's the two. Just of do hearts. what he says, yeah, man. I'm doing it. I'm doing yeah. it. I've, I've looked at it. Yeah. What is, is it? it? What is it? <laughs> It's what I what, well, it's what you chose. Was it the two hearts? Yeah, two of hearts. Okay, well, yeah, all right. Well, that's the start. His face is... Look at you, dude. Remember, that's, that's a shuffle pack. You, said, you could have said stuff mm -hmm. anywhere. Yeah. Okay, um, the reason I didn't want you to open it completely is um, there's something else. I don't know if you saw it. There's a bit of pen on there as well. Did you see that? No, I didn't see okay. that, no. Uh, in fact, well, I don't want to... Take it back off me. Um, but Ian. Yes. What was the word that... You could have thought of any word in, in literally yep, in yep, the world, yeah? Yeah. What was the word? You can say it out loud. What's the, the word? The word I've written down on this pad is chimney. 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 Okay. Now, on this folded playing card that's been inside this box on the table since before you thought of the word, correct? Yeah, yeah it's true. It's there, is a word, there is a word written. Justin, can you open it up? This is Look what's out. written on the two of hearts. Get out of here. Chimney. <laughs> How the hell did you just do that? <laughs> you two have been playing this. No! I swear to God, honestly. <laughs> How did you... Uh, <laughs> so you've, you've taken a random pack of cards. I've chosen a card. Um, the two a recap for those who missed the beginning two of the trick. Hearts. <laughs> That's ended up in a box which you said was a present for me. Inside that box was a two of hearts with Ian's word, chimney, written down in, in your writing? My writing, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm lost for words. I can't really say anything more. How does that make you feel as a person? It makes me feel uh, like I've, I've been cheated because I don't know how that has happened. I don't know how you'd have got my card with how your you... word into that box without me knowing. We have to go to the travel in yep. a second. How do you think he did it then? I have got absolutely no idea. Magic? Um, yeah, it's a trick. <laughs>
Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Heavy on the A1 going south between the A428 at Eton Soken and the Black Cat roundabout. In Clophill on the A6, Bedford Road coming south. That's looking heavy on the sensors going towards the A507. In Dunstable, because of a serious accident, Paws Avenue still closed between Wheatfield Road and Boscombe Road, so you can't get onto the Woodside Industrial Estate. There's an investigation going on, so we expect that to remain shut for much of the morning. The M25 going anti-clockwise. It's heavy between Junction 20 for Kings Langley and 19 for Watford. Also, from 17 at Maple Cross around to 16 for the M40. Tom Watts, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 7.30, I'm Simon Oxley. One person has been seriously injured in a road crash in Bedfordshire this morning. One vehicle was involved on Paws Avenue between Dunstable and Houghton Regis near the Woodside Industrial Estate. The injured person has been taken to Addenbrooke's Hospital in Cambridge. Police investigations are continuing. An anonymous donor has given over £5,000 to an online fund set up to help a Hertfordshire mother with an incurable cancer. President Obama says the UK must stay in the Europe European Union to have continued influence on the world stage and people living in St Albans have complained to Network Rail about workmen using chainsaws overnight near their homes. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Usain Bolt, Mo Farah and Jessica Ennis-Hill are in action at the London Anniversary Games at the Olympic Stadium tonight. Milton Keynes Olympic long jump gold medalist Greg Rutherford competes tomorrow. It will be the first time Farah has raced in Britain since doping allegations surrounding his coach. Bolt has given his backing to his fellow Olympic champion. I'm sorry for Mo because every day I hear these in the papers, they're trying to tear him down. And I think he works so hard to get where he is for uh, somebody's mistake to be causing him problems. So for me... Uh, I I just really hope that um, he doesn't take it too seriously, he doesn't make it stress him out. Watford have appointed former Liverpool and Leeds striker Harry Kewell as their under-21 coach. 36-year-old Kewell, who won 56 caps for Australia, retired last year and has been running a youth academy in his home country. The pre-season friendlies continue tomorrow. Watford head to Scotland to face Dundee United. Milton Keynes-Dons are away to Barnet. Luton play their first home friendly as they host Coventry. And Steve Ninja are at home to one of manager Teddy Sheringham's former club's Millwall. Elsewhere, West Ham scraped through to the Europa League third quarter qualifying round after beating Malta's Birke Cara on penalties. Chris Froome came through the 18th stage of the Tour de France unscathed to maintain his hold on the yellow jersey. Froome maintained a three-minute lead. The guys have just ridden out of their skin and I just hope these, these next two stages, they're going to be really key um, to, to, to this year's Tour de France. I hope we can just get through the best we can. And practice starts this morning for Sunday's Hungarian Grand Prix. Harvard's Lewis Hamilton leads the championship by 17 points after his win at Silverstone. BBC Three Counties uh, News and Sport. The next full bulletin coming up at 8 o'clock. Call 03459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. <laughs> that's, that's how good a professional Simon Oxley is. He saw I wasn't in the studio. He saw I wasn't ready. And he threw in a, th- a couple of ums and extended his outro so that I had time to make it. Thank you very much indeed. Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio, uh, joined by Pete Heat, the magician, at Pete Heat, if you want to see him on Twitter. Oh, oh, he's brilliant. He's just did a freebie for Dealey. Uh, Justin, come in, come in. Where's he gone? Come and sit down, Justin. I want to come and sit on the red one. 
But tell tell yeah. us what, what he just did for you outside. Just okay, just outside. Yeah, yeah outside. There's no audience. Pete, no. you can come in if you want. There's no audience. Yeah. It's just me, you, um, Catherine. It's her last day, and Kelly. Yeah. And um, you, you <laughs> said, you said, how about uh, can, can you do a trick with money? Yeah, cash, cash is do, king. Do, 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 do a trick with cash. Yeah. What, so what did he do? I gave Pete uh, five pounds, um, and he Pete said to me, okay, can you write something on it? Write your name on it, so so you'll be able to identify that's your five pound note. So I wrote dog on the five pound note. Um, I then gave it to Hello. Pete. Uh, Pete then turned my five pound note in front of my very eyes into. A fifty-pound note. Yeah, yeah. The colour was just changing. It was incredible. And then <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. And then he went into his pocket and he said, "Okay, um, take that back." A sealed envelope out of his wallet that had been zipped up, zipped up inside his wallet, zipped up completely. Uh, the envelope was sealed down inside. When I undid that, inside that envelope was my five pounds with dog written on it. How you did that, I do not know, but you have blown my mind. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? Amazing. Know, can you do us one more, Pete? Can you do us one now? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah okay. On. So you know with the card trick, um, yeah. I got you to shuffle them and pick one. But no matter how sort of good a card trick, people always think maybe it's a trick deck, or maybe I've yeah, somehow done yeah. some psychological jiggery pokery and made you made you pick a certain one. Uh, so sorry, I'm just, I'm just, we I'm just saying we got as long as we want. Okay. Great. Yeah, we got as okay. long as we want. Um, so. In fact, so this time we'll, we'll do one where it's more instead of instead of actually picking a card, you, you guys are just going to think of a card between you. So um, I'm going to put a little. I've got a little post. See, I genuinely part. I, I love mm. magic, Justin. It makes me. It makes me become 12 years old when I used to watch Paul Daniels. But it also makes me really anxious, partly because I get scared yeah. of of yeah. it, but also there's there's so much pressure because it uh, it would be so. I've seen it when it goes wrong for magicians yeah. when yeah. the tricks fail, and there's as the audience you feel kind of obliged to go. I'll never. I'll never mind. <laughs> Basically, you've had a bloke stand there for seven minutes doing nothing, and you—it makes me anxious. Yeah, yeah. That I, you might muff up. I understand. How yeah, often yeah. do you muff up? Not very often, actually. I mean, I have in my life because obviously uh, I was terrible when I started. Well, we've, we've, all, we've all muffed up in our lives. We've all made bad yeah. decisions, yeah. guys. I mean, it's geezer talk now. Yeah, but yeah. 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 Go on. What, <laughs> you, what are you going to do for us? Bunch of lads. I'm a crack. The tinnies open. Yeah. We'll, yeah, exactly. we'll fire the Xbox up. We're away. Exactly. So, so yeah. So, like I was saying, normally if you pick a card, there's yeah. always a suspicion that I somehow made you pick that card. Like I've mm. shoved it into your hand or whatever. Anyway, um, even if you know it's a shuffled pack. So this time. Uh, we're going to do one where you just think of a card between you, and here's what I mean. Uh, I've, I've got a post-it note which, from that page, folded up into quarters, which you can verify. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, that's a little kind of a kind of a prediction again. Yellow post-it note, and I can see through okay, there. Yeah. There's, there's, there's some, some writing, writing but I can't yeah. see what the writing exactly. is. Exactly, and I'm going to give that to you to hold in your hand, just. In okay, case. thank so you. Just, just so hold, don't yeah. open that. Just, just keep hold it, it in your yep. hand. Yeah. Okay. Um, now. Um, so in a pack of cards, like, there's obviously there's, there's the suits, there's the clubs, hearts, spades, and diamonds, and there's the value to go with that. Yep. So for example, with the ace of spades, the value is ace, and yep. the suit is spade. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Justin, can you just name a value? So for example, ace, but whatever. You don't have to say ace. You can say literally anything. There's something. Is he, is he now? Is he tricking you to say ace? No, well, no, no, no. no I mean, that's literally. Or is he is tricking this, you no, so the, the, you don't say ace? It's, it's the eye contact. I'll tell you what. I, I, reason, I can name the, any card I want to. Not not the whole, not the suit though. Just the value. Okay. So so if you said if if you did say ace now and Ian said spades, then the card would be the ace of spades. Do right, you understand? Okay. So All right. Just say the first part. I'll tell you what then. I'll go with ace then. I'll go with Ace. Okay, you sure? You yeah. sure you want to yeah, go no, with no, Ace? I'm going to go with Ace. Because I'm going to go with Ace. he's made you say Ace. Yeah, maybe. But you know what? The eye contact says to me, I'm going to beat this guy. Okay, we're going to okay, go, I'm gonna go, gonna with, go Ace. with Ace. I'm going with Ace. Okay, sure. Um, and Ian, what suit? I'm not saying spades. Okay. I'm going to say diamonds. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Um, 
interesting. It don't look so confident no, now, um, does it? Yeah. No, so Ace of Diamonds. Um, well, that is interesting because... Um, well, if, well, I'll just show you. You know, you've been holding that prediction the yeah, whole time. Yeah. Open it up um, and read it. It might not say exactly what you think, but open it up. And, uh, <laughs> open it up and can you read it, read it out loud what it says? Okay. PeteHeat.co.uk. Scroll to bottom of first page. Okay, so that is my prediction. It's my own website, right. PeteHeat.co.uk. What? Hang on a minute. So I've got to go to your website. Yeah, go to PeteHeat.co.uk. He is sat here the whole time. Where am I going? PeteHeat.co.uk. Yeah. Right. Now, yeah, I'm on the front page. Where am I going? Yeah. Scrolling right. down. Scroll right down. That. And look at the text just above it. Um, uh, Pete works as a magic consultant. Uh, he's no, no, London's the very premier. last line. Uh, it, it, oh, and if you're Ian Lee, is this your card? And there's a picture of the Ace of Diamonds. Wow. That. <laughs> now that is. That is freaky. Even I'm getting confused now. He's, but you've been sat here the whole time. How? Are you an alien? I might be a little bit uh, of an alien, yeah. And also, I mean, while well, you're up on the website, guys, you know, listeners can check this out. This is actually on my website. I don't get. I this. mean, if you wanted to, if you wanted to read some of the quotes from my celebrities, I, I can't stop you. And if you wanted to book me for an event <laughs> and make sure that my newborn baby doesn't starve, then that's fine as well, I suppose. But. Yeah, the key thing is not to get too blown away oh. by the videos, I guess, or the, the quotes from... Who's that good-looking fellow on there? Yeah, yeah, I know. He looks a bit like Johnny Depp. <laughs> he does. In, in that picture, but <laughs> sort of not in real life. Mate, that's but, amazing. Okay. It's amazing. You've been... You, have you been... Were you like one of those geeky kids that... Um, yes. That, that I'll stop you there. And... <laughs> stop you there. Yes. Uh, but no, well, go on. The... But, but we'll just sit around playing with... You know, everyone be out looking at, I don't know, mucky magazines in the, the bushes and you'd be playing with cards. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Um... I mean, you know, a little, a little of both, but um, <laughs> you've got to have some bush time. No, no, uh, I'm but, uh, Bush Tucker trial, isn't it? Well, exactly. you... <laughs> I just don't get it. I don't get it. Also, I don't get the trick earlier on. Uh, maybe we can do this later on as well and film it or something, but but turning my £5 into a 50, I just... You, what, I don't know no, what's upset this, you. Yeah, this I, is the thing. What's upset okay, you? What's upset me is this. Um, <laughs> I know where this okay. is going. You, you have turned... A five pound into a fifty pound. Yeah. I'm just going to tweet your um, your website so that people five can five into look. fifty. I know it's a trick. I know it's a trick, but I can't get my head around it. If you can turn, is there a code? Let me let me put this question to you. Is there a code in the the circle that you're part of that says you cannot profiteer? You cannot profiteer. You see, you're looking already, so maybe you could have access to win the lottery this weekend, but your code of conduct says that you're not allowed to do that. That's exactly it, yeah. Otherwise, I would win every time. But, um... so, so you're telling me now you could win the lottery if you wanted to? <laughs> this was my original you, point months ago. I you're being serious or not. No, I'm being serious. Uh, I'm being, being deadly s- serious. <laughs> if you, if, and I've seen this before, if magicians can make winning lottery tickets... Is there some sort of code of conduct <laughs> that says that you're not allowed to profiteer? And no, if you no, do, you will never work again. There isn't. But to, and to be honest, you could. I mean, you, magic is like, basically, I'm a professional liar, aren't I? So with magic, you can actually. Yeah, exactly. I know this isn't, this isn't really what you mean. You th- you're, you're saying, well, I, got, well, I'm, I literally magic some money up. But what I could do is very easily steal and yeah. swindle people. And because I've got exactly the right skills, the exact same skills that cop So, so you could be, you could be walking, you could be on a bus. 
Yes, I could you be could honest. be on the bus. I, we've, I just yeah. realised we've entered Dealey's world, and no, no, it's no, really no. hard to no, escape no, no, from no, it. No, hang on. This is a genuine question. Yeah, I know. If, if you're on a bus, you're telling me right <laughs> now that w- with the the powers and the magic that you've got, you could quite feasibly steal somebody's wallet and their yeah. phone without them realising. Yeah. You could do that. Definitely. Yeah. So, what stops you from doing that? He's a good guy. I'm a nice guy, yeah. <laughs> so are you saying there are people out there with your powers that, that are never seen on the internet, but they're out there yeah, yeah, stealing for a living? They're called pickpockets, yeah. No, no, uh, no. Yeah, yeah, no, seriously, that's what pickpockets are. But like, they're, they're like basically they're magicians, but, but without the glamour of the stage. So like, it goes back to my original yeah. point, though, doesn't it? If, yeah. if, you, if you've got these special powers, you can be out there yeah. Um, yeah. playing the system. Some people yeah. use it for yeah, evil. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the same as Iron Man. Versus um, uh, when um, uh, the guy that played the wrestler became the Russian guy with the electric whips. He used his powers for... Magic, magic's got that problem, and I think that's why a lot of people get into magic. Like you know, you know the typical. Like you asked me if I was a bit of a geek, which I was basically. Yeah. I think that's. And what I don't mean that as an insult. I'm a complete geek. Oh yeah, you know? yeah I grew course. up as an all, outsider, so all it's all the best good. people are. Yeah. Um, but but I think magic has got that power to you know it, it does it does give you this sort of secret knowledge and insight into the world. So people get quite arrogant with it because they go from being little geeks basically yeah. losers right. to sort of thinking they you know well, I, I can do stuff. They're, that they're, no they're one else can do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of magicians are obnoxious, um, which is why I don't hang out with many magicians. But um, yeah, it's it's a strange it's a strange thing. Um, uh, have you got a quick one, or do you want to do you want to come back and do something a little bit longer uh, a bit later on? Yeah, I do. We'll do that. We'll maybe. come back. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I, I haven't been thought what I'd do. Yeah, right. go on. can I take a break as well? It's getting too much for me. Yeah, okay. We've, we've arranged. Right? Don't worry, Justin. We have arranged. I think a we medic. should have lined up. There's, there is a therapist out there who will be able yeah. to talk through. If, if, if you, the listener, have been, been affected by any of the uh, magic tricks that have been on the show this morning, then you know, there'll be a helpline somewhere. You can Google it. 03459 455555. You can text 81333. Start your text 3CR. Let's get the trav. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Looking very heavy on the centres on the southbound A1 between Eaton Soken and the Black Cat roundabout in Dunstable, Paws Avenue. That remains closed after a serious accident between Wheatfield Road and Boscombe Road. It means you can't get onto the Woodside Industrial Estate, probably for most of this morning. A clop hill on the A6 Bedford Road, looking heavy between Back Street and the A507. In Watford on Lower High Street, heavy at the Bushy Arches Junction. The M25, heavy anti-clockwise between Junction 17 for Maple Cross and 16 for the M. 40. On London Overground this morning, it's suspended between Richmond and Wheelsden Junction. That's because of a signal problem. Tom Watts, BBC Three Counties Radio. Tom, thank you very much. It's just, it's just, we, I, I'm... 
I love it. I love it. We'll have more from Pete a little bit later on. I don't know. What, I don't know if he's going to do more in here. If he's going out with Justin, I don't know. I'll let you lot decide what's happening. Uh, I'm, I'm happy with whatever. Where are we now? 7:45. It's Friday. It's the 24th of July. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A terminally ill Hertfordshire mum says she's amazed at the response to an online fundraising page set up by a friend. Police are investigating a road crash in Bedfordshire this morning, which has left one person seriously injured and two others with minor injuries. And Hertfordshire County Council is warning of possible flooding this afternoon with heavy rain forecast. Let's get the weather! Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Yes, morning. I'm Sarah Thornton with your BBC Three Counties uh, weather and we've got a lot of rain now starting to spread in. It's uh, light and patchy at the moment, but there's plenty of it out towards the southwest. Just tweeted latest radar picture on my Twitter page, Sarah Thornton 1, if you want to have a look at that. It will show you the scale, the size of the system that's heading in towards us. Uh, once it sets in properly uh, from mid-morning onwards, it will become heavy and persistent through the rest of the day, overnight into tomorrow. We've got Met Office weather warnings in force for the rain uh, from midday today until 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. That's likely to be upgraded, actually, as we go through the day today. And also, the strength of the wind will see wind gusts uh, in excess of 30, if not 40 miles an hour, as that all clears away in the early hours of tomorrow morning. Could see an inch to two inches of rain by the time it clears through. A very tricky evening commute for you this evening. And temperatures doing no better this afternoon of uh, 13 to 15 Celsius. But tomorrow, a much better day with some good spells of sunshine, the risk of an afternoon shower, but nothing like anything we've seen today and much warmer too at 19 Celsius. Sunday starts dry. We've got rain though coming in in the afternoon and uh, still pretty breezy with the risk of a couple of showers on Monday, but warmer at 19 or 20 degrees. Thank you very much. Nick Coffer on BBC Three Counties Radio. For over six decades, comedian Ken Dodd has been touring and selling out theatres. I'm very, very blessed, actually, Mr Nick, because if the jokes aren't connecting as, as much as I'd like them to, I can always uh, burst into song. Weekdays from 12. Much of that music, not least the Happy Mondays, has not only stood the test of time, it still sounds as fresh as it did then. It certainly does, yeah. 60s knockouts, it's sure that weren't that other lot, not us. Nick Coffer. Live at uh, Woburn Abbey for the uh, Woburn Abbey Garden Show. It's very nice to actually speak to you in your home. You are the very proud garden manager. I am indeed, yes. I'm proud of what we've achieved as a team here at Woburn. It's fantastic. Nick Coffer, weekdays from 12 on BBC Three Counties oh, Radio. Oh, man. I've just had the best email ever from one of my heroes. Forget you, Carol Kay. This is where the action is. One of the I want to cry for one of the best emails ever from one of the monkeys. Ah, oh three four five nine four double five five double five. I keep giving the phone number out. We're not really giving you anything to talk about. You don't need us to give you stuff to talk about, do you, dear listener? I'm happy to if you want, but you're intelligent enough and you get the the act enough to know that you can call in any time about anything. You might want to call in about the story we were talking about the, about the mum from Hertfordshire with the the fundraising. You might want to talk in about the magic. You might want to ask Pete a question. Something might have happened to you last night. You might have you'd be one of those people that's being kept awake by the ch- the chainsaws in St Albans. Anything you want, you know, you know that. I kind of feel that I need to set up the stall again and uh, I- I- explain it. You, you can hear them. There's video of uh, Pete being edited, but you, you know that, guys. You can call in about anything you want. You can call in to have a go at me. You can call in to say hello to Kelly. Actually, I'd rather you didn't do that. That that could be. A little They've bit... done that already. Yeah. 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 Hi, oh, Dennis. No, for crying. Really. Oh three four five nine. 
four double five five double five. And here's the thing, right? Here's the story. Why isn't this front page news? My boy, who's five, he loves space. He can name all the planets. He doesn't know yet that Uranus is funny. He doesn't know that yet. We talk about geeks. My, my eldest is a geek, five years old. And I went home last night and he said, I got home quite late and he was awake. And he came downstairs and he said, Daddy, 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 have you heard? They found another planet like Earth. He's five and he's telling me science. They found another Earth, guys. This is it. Let's send our missiles over there. Let's nuke them. Just because we can. It's a bigger Earth. We can all go over there. Blooming Earthlings coming over here, taking up our planet. NASA has discovered our planet's closest twin yet, giving experts hope there may be an Earth 2.0. The space agency yesterday said its Kepler mission had spotted a cousin to Earth. Oh, man, alive. Sweet home Alabama. It's probably on there. And they're probably singing it. They probably sung it in 3D. 6D. The space... I'm glad you're getting it, Kelly. The space agency yesterday said its Kepler mission had spotted uh, uh, a cousin to Earth in a sun-like star's habitable zone, the area around uh, a star in which water could pool. Basically, it's Earth. John Gronsfield of NASA's Science Mission Directorate... Direct... Directorate? Directorate. Directorate Inquiries. Mm. If you want. Said the discovery... Why does anybody dial those 118 numbers? Why does anybody do it? Adverts. No, no. Adverts uh, make them do it. Yeah, OK. Oh, man. I, oh, sorry, Kath and Kels. I've got to stop because um, I need the telephone number for British Gas. I haven't got it. Could you 118 it? Google it. Oh, yeah! Everyone's got Google. Everyone can Google it or Bing it. Everyone can do these things. Bing it on. Bing it on. <laughs> uh, we should be... But yet people will still put money into those the pockets of those people, the 118ers, the Mustachio guys, and, um, oh, she's dirty. That's a weird campaign, isn't it? Yeah. Was it Maureen? Oh, she's dirty. Just Google it. Send those businesses out of business. It's expensive anyway. That's the point I'm making, Catherine. Oh, sorry. I'm not just doing it out of spite. When are we going to go and nuke this new planet Earth? Let's go over there. Let's teach those aliens, those alien us's a lesson. Or let's fill their minds with stuff and maybe present no. ourselves as their new leaders. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it closer to the sun? Which sun? Ours? Yeah. No, it's further away from our sun. Oh. By like 14 well, we don't billion. Well, would go there then? It'd be cold. They've got their own. They've got their own sun. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, now, the thing is, I'm saying we should go and declare war on it, but they reckon it's like about um, it's like about six billion years advanced of us. So and they're going to have like get yeah, advanced. Wow. So they're going to have like guns and nuclear bombs and stuff that we can't even. They're going to have like actual laser guns that kill that don't just point the red dot. They actually they don't set those things to stun anymore. No, 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 no. That's why we need to get in first. <laughs> That's why we need to get to them before they get to us. Yeah. There's a brilliant film, and it was a small film, it was an indie film, and no one saw it, and I can't think what it's called. Uh, and it's about um, these scientists, it's about Earth, and they discover another planet that looks like Earth, and it's coming closer and closer and closer to us. And as it gets close enough, they're able to make contact with it, right? And they have this woman scientist, um, let's say her name's Jane Smith, I don't know what her name is, I can't remember it. 
And so they have Jane Smith live on TV being beamed all around the world. She's right, OK, well, we think we've worked out how to interpret the signals from the planet. I'm going to make contact with the planet now. Let's see how it goes. And she kind of dials up on this weird, like, space phone. And it rings or something, right? And there's a voice answering it. And she goes, hello, this is Jane Smith from the planet Earth. Who are you? We come in peace. Then there's a pause, like a long pause. And you hear another woman's voice on the other end of the line going, this is Jane Smith from the planet Earth. <gasps> of course it is. Who are you? Oh. oh wow. And then and then they just I'm getting shivers thinking about it. And then she's then they're talking, and Jane Smith one goes, "All right, well, what college did you go to?" And she writes it down. And Jane Smith two goes, "Well, I went to to, to Princeton." And she holds up the bit of paper and says, "Princeton, there's two planets, two identical planets, and they're coming closer and closer oh, together." Is that all the dimensions? What's that? Does anyone know what that film's called? It wasn't Cause... Contact because that was rubbish. Do you see Contact? Right, Jodie Foster spends all this time trying to create this sort of portal into another planet. It takes ages. And they kind of whiz around in this thing. You know those spinny things that you can strap you into? They spin her in Sometimes, Kelly, it's mm. kind of quite nice then, to um, when Catherine goes off the one because it just allows me to switch off and, yeah, and, and think, yeah. I'm really looking forward to when we get a decent producer next week She's working with Shaggy. Yeah. The week Shaggy. after, we got we got Matt Lockwood. And then, um, Have you done cool. anything? Have you brought anything for Cast last day? or? Biscuits. They do some okay. calculations, and anyway, um, then she gets she's still talking about this. Oh, yeah. film. I've not brought. I've got to shoot off straight after this. I'm going to WM, so um, that in a way is a gift for her. That's a bit rude, mm. yeah. Oh, she finally makes contact with the alien, and it's her dad. That is a great story, Catherine. Wow, Absolutely great story. Like hanging on every word. It's called Another Earth, and it's a brilliant. It's like a really sort of a slightly arty, slightly pretentious indie film, and it's flipping brilliant. Flipping Brit, I've, I've kind of given away the uh, spoiler alert. I've kind of given it away, but um, it's brilliant. Don't Hopefully. watch Contact though; it's rubbish. Okay, um, I, I started watching What's Oblivion with Tom. By the way, the reason Jody we're talking, Foster. the reason we're talking, is um, because we ain't got no stories. Well, we did some, but they were boring, um, and we got no phone calls. So I'm, I'm happy to to, uh, to chat away. Hey, this is good as well. These are always come out every few months. They do these, and they're always a little bit of fun. We sh- I heard the audio of this um, last night. Those night, it's under a really weird, unsexy picture of Mylene Class making an omelette. She's not going to oh. eat that by the looks of that. I mean, she's not going to be. Where's she going to put it in that costume? It's a really. She's really. I mean, I've gone right off Mylene Class ever since she was brewed about the kids' party at school. But there she is. She's cooking an omelette in um, a That's swimming costume. That's going to spit terribly as well. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it? Well, what Mylene Class? I don't know. I'm sure she wouldn't. Um, Nine nine is the nine 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 calls. You know the nine nine in a bite it, bite the biscuit. Thank you. It's um, <laughs> it's the the inappropriate nine 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 calls. Mm. And there was a great there's a great one on um, uh, uh, on Radio Four last night. I think it was Radio Four. Might have been LBC. Where this guy phones up. Hello, emergency services. Can I help you? Yeah, I've just been chased by a vicious badger. <laughs> Try and find the audio of it. Well, it'll be on the system somewhere. The, the Badger 999 call, because I love those calls. I mean, obviously, and the thing is, because some of them you think, oh, it's people just doing it because they're a bit stoned or a bit drunk or a bit bored, and they're doing, you know, got their mates they've got there. a new phone, and the only thing they can phone is 999. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're doing it for, for, for bands. But you listen to the sincerity in this guy's voice. He's genuinely surprised. It was Radio 4. It was on PM last night. Got it. Uh, have you got it? I've got it ready for me to put in. You won't oh, have it. We're talking it. about the clip, yeah? Yep. <laughs> he's, it's, it's genuinely, he's concerned um, 
about this badger and the fact that he, he seems perturbed. Well, you'd be perturbed by an angry badger. You don't want to mess with those bad I don't boys. think... I've never met a badger. They're big. I've seen dead ones. Yeah. 0345... I'm not even going to give the phone away. Right? No one's interested. Live badger is a similar size to a dead one. Okay. You know that, you know that um, um, Benji, our rabbit, died? Which one? Two. Under mysterious circumstances. You just get Benji three. No, I'm not, I've had Come enough. Come it once, you could do it again. I've had enough with pets. Once Velvet goes, I'm going to murder the stick insects. That's it. Velvet will go of natural causes. That's what I'll tell the authorities. No, she will. And then um, she's getting old. Anyway, um, and so the, 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 the eldest is, is, is really upset by Benji going, of course. Both boys are kind of you know, upset by it. But the youngest keeps going, can I get a picture of Benji now? What, now? Yeah. Well, why? What does he look like? He look, looks like Benji. Yeah, but is he a skeleton now? Well, no, now he's ashes. Uh, or if I will check the vets if we can get the ashes and have a little scattering ceremony. What'd you pull that face for? My mum had her collie's ashes for years in a box. What for? She kept her collie on the, uh, on the coffee table. Never took it for a walk? Never took it for a walk. All right, here we go. This is the question. What do you do with your dead pets? Catherine's just frowned at me for saying that we're getting um, Benji cremated. Costs about 250 quid. Fair play, I could... Why don't you stick it in the garden? What? As is? It's happy place. Or as ashes? Yeah, as is. Well, as is, um, because the foxy come dig it up, in it. What, what did you do with your dead animals? I know we're desperate, really, for content. There's only another hour of this nonsense to go. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. In Dunstable, Paws Avenue remains closed for a serious accident between Wheatfield Road and Boscombe Road. You can't get onto the Woodside Industrial Estate. That's likely to, likely to remain shut for much of the morning. The M25 anti-clockwise looking heavy between Junction 17 for Maple Cross and 16 for the M40. The overground, it's suspended this morning because of a signal problem between Wheelston Junction and Richmond. Tom Watts, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Tom. There's nothing funny. The thing is about these animals, not, maybe not quite so much Benji, but they are part of the family. I never really bonded with Benji. I still shed a tear. Yeah, that's right. I cried last week for a rabbit. What's your problem? But what did you do with your dead pets? You can't just chuck them away. You've got to have a, a kind of ceremony, haven't you? Haven't you? Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's eight o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, terminally ill, Hertfordshire mum amazed by online donations, three injured in Bedfordshire road crash and St Albans residents kept awake by chainsaws. BBC Three Counties Radio. A terminally ill Hertfordshire mother says she's amazed at the response to an online fundraising page set up by a friend. Emma Young from Hemel Hempstead has an incurable cancer and is heading off to Disneyland with her three children next month after an anonymous donation this week of £5,500. So far, the page for the 36-year-old has raised over £10,000. I'm still in a bit of shock. Um, it's just crazy that someone's done that for us and they don't even know us. Um, well, I, you know, they might know us. I don't know them. Um, it, it's just, yeah, I mean, it's just enabled me to be able to do so much more with the kids. 
Um, it's crazy. Police are investigating a road crash in Bedfordshire this morning which has left one person seriously injured and two others with minor injuries. The three people were in a car which came off the road in Paws Avenue between Dunstable and Houghton Regis next to the Woodside Industrial Estate at around 6am. The road remains closed. The seriously injured person has been taken to Addenbrooke's Hospital in Cambridge. Harvardshire County Council is warning of possible flooding this afternoon with heavy rain forecast. It follows flooding in the Stevenage area last week which blocked a number of roads and affected homes. President Obama says the UK must stay in the European Union to have continued influence on the world stage. Downing Street said it was right for the British people to have the final say in a referendum. Conservative backbencher Tom Persglove said he was surprised by the President's intervention. I can't really recall many occasions where senior US politicians um, almost try and tell Britain what we should be doing. We wouldn't do that to them. So in a way, I I would say actually that... um, Really, this is a matter for the British people. Um, The British people will decide. The Prime Minister is going to try and renegotiate the relationship and will then have that in-out vote. Um, It isn't for anybody else to tell the British people what they're going to do. A woman from Milton Keynes is due in court today after being arrested for failing to appear for sentence last Friday. 47-year-old Tina Beloved Powerful was found guilty a month ago of fraud and false advertising. She came to prominence when Harvard University in America sued over her Havard School website. The bookmaking firms Ladbrokes and Coral have announced they're intending to merge. A deal has been mooted for some time. People living in St Albans have complained to Network Rail about workmen using chainsaws to chop down trees during the night. Network Rail say they have to carry out essential safety work without disrupting train services. They've apologised but say it's unavoidable. One of the people affected is Gemma Welsh from Milehouse Lane. Two chainsaws going at full pelt for several hours. I mean there were people out in the pyjamas on the street wanting to know what was happening and I just don't think this is acceptable. In sport, Usain Bolt, Mo Farah and Jessica Ennis-Hill are in action at the London Anniversary Games at the Olympic Stadium tonight and Watford have appointed former Liverpool and Leeds striker Harry Kewell as their under-21 coach. The weather, rain spreading in from the southwest, which will become heavy this afternoon. Maximum temperature 16 degrees Celsius and you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Give me two minutes, just charging up my computer. Morning, guys. Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Man! (sighs) It's Friday. Did you enjoy the summer? Because it's over now. It's over. The summer is good, 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 gone. Cath's last day. Could be mine as Project Dark approaches... What am I talking about? What am I banging on about? Nothing important. What did you do with your pets when they died? People who haven't got pets um, don't understand that, you know, they're part of the family. Even Benji, and I didn't particularly bond with Benji, but um, we were all upset when Benji Bunny died, and we'll have him cremated, and we'll have a little ceremony in the garden. It's good for the soul. It's good for the kids. 
But what did you do with your pets? 03459 455555 81333. Start your text 3CR. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Janet says, my friend had her cat's ashes turned into a paperweight. What? Now, do you mean... Uh, Janet, that the, the, the ashes were compressed into glass. I think that's possible. Or were they put inside the glass? So, do you mean more like a snow globe? And I've realised if I said that, that sounds quite flippant. I, I, but I don't mean it to. But think about it for a second. You've got a little volcano scene. You shake it about and the ashes create um, volcanic ash. That would work, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, or, define or, or, or work. Are you, or are you booking your holiday and, and, and sending out your CV to people? I've already booked it. Okay. And I've packed it. Would it be... Um, it would be effective, wouldn't it? Well, define effective. What, what's the effect you're achieving here? <laughs> when, when did you turn into Bamba Gascoigne? Define Bamba Gascoigne. He's that fella. <gasps> Policeman tall. Policeman <laughs> Really weird end-of-term vibe. We've got Pete Heat as well, uh, who's going to come in and do some magic. If you missed it... If you go to peteheat.co.uk, scroll down the bottom, you'll see the punchline of a, a, a trick he did earlier on. I wouldn't call it a punchline. What would you call the, the, the payoff? What would you call it, Pete? Payoff? Yeah, payoff. The, the denouement. The denouement. Oh, I say. <laughs> oh, he speaks a little bit of the German. That's nice, isn't it? <laughs> uh, go to peteheat.co.uk. You can, you can, that was indeed my card. Um, we'll have some more of that a bit later on. Right. Um, a while ago, we heard, uh, when I was off, actually, Justin uh, covered this story uh, about a mum of three from Hemel Hempstead who'd made a bucket list of things to do with her children after she was diagnosed with incurable cancer. Emma Young, 36, it's no age, is it? Um, she has got incurable cancer. She doesn't want to know how long she's got left to live. And I find that really interesting because actually... There are a few practical things you could do if you had that rough estimate of how long you got left to live, but really, would it make any difference? What would you do in that situation? Would you want to know? But anyway, thanks to a crowdfunding site set up by her friends and the generosity of loads of perfect strangers, she's going to be able to um, make some amazing memories to leave her kids, uh, including they've already booked a trip to Euro Disney. They want to go to Legoland, all the all the fun stuff like that, where it's it's uh, it, it costs a fortune, but it's special, and they'll get pictures done with Mickey Mouse and all of that. So we queued up for an hour for the picture with Mickey Mouse, and I'm thinking, what the flipping are we doing this for? Actually, I've got a wicked picture of me and the kids and Mickey Mouse, perfect. So um, they're going to have an amazing time, and it's, it really is an incredible story. Uh, let's speak to Jessica Wilson, who's the fundraising manager for Macmillan Cancer Support in Bedfordshire. Uh, morning, Jessica. Good morning, how are you? Yeah, good, thank you. I mean, it's one of these stories, it's really sad because, you know, it, the, the, the cancer's horrible anyway, we all know that, yeah. and, and, and a, a lot of us here have been touched by it in one way or another. 36 is no age whatsoever, but there's the really optimistic side. She was looking to raise 10 grand, got to about three and a half, four and a half grand, and then a mystery benefactor turns up and says, here you go, it's five and a half grand, I don't want you to know who I am, I don't want any publicity, enjoy yourself. That's amazing, isn't it? Definitely. I mean, I've had a look at her actual um, page with all the donations she's received and she sounds such an amazing, brave lady who I can imagine has just been so overwhelmed with people's generosity in helping her with her bucket list. I mean, like you said before, she's got some exciting things planned, which 
with her children they can treasure for sort of the rest of their lives that they have and it's such an amazing amount that she's raised so far. Isn't it interesting? Because I remember, and someone mentioned this on, not many people remember this, right? I'm quite old. I'm, 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 I suspect I'm significantly older than you, Jessica, but someone mentioned this the other day on another radio show. 15, 20 years ago, no one said the word cancer. No. It, it was, it was, you'd always go, oh, you hear about Steve down the road, he's got cancer. Or, you know, it was, it was the other C word. And now, one of the great things is, there is no stigma, there's no shame, there's no embarrassment about right. talking about cancer. We can say it freely and we can discuss it openly. And we, you know, most of us will probably know someone who's had or will have cancer. It's an amazing turnaround, isn't it? Definitely it is, and I think the support that, I mean, us as a charity, we receive from people is incredible um, and is so very much appreciated. And in my job, I see this sort of generosity every day of the week. Um, I recently heard a story of a, one of our supporters, a 68-year-old man who had suffered from cancer, and he's travelled all the way from Land's End to John O'Groats um, just by using his Freedom bus pass. <laughs> um, he's been going around all local buses, and so far he's raised over £2,000. And just by him doing that and talking to people yeah. about what he's going through um, and how he's recovering, it's just astonishing to has me. He, what has he recorded that, Jess, uh, Jessica, or, 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 or is he writing a blog or something? Because th- th- that's an amazing story. It is, yeah. I know that he might be doing a blog. Brilliant. Um, but he's actually now planning his next trip. Um, to use local transport from the UK to Belgium. Um, and he's just wanting to give something back and help people that are going through such a difficult time. So, yeah, it's an amazing thing. Now, the thing about Macmillan, and I owe you a big thank you, uh, you personally and your your, your um, whole organisation, because when uh, my dad my dad died of uh, pancreatic cancer a couple of years ago, uh, and Macmillan were amazing. Macmillan were... The Macmillan nurses that came round to um, my dad's house uh, and, and with him and his my stepmother and his, my brother and sisters they were incredible because they were great for my dad but also and this is what i think a lot of people don't realize until it you know they have to come into contact with you guys that you 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 do a lot with the family as well don't you definitely we do i mean it's it can be so devastating hearing that news um and i'd like to say to anybody if you or someone you know has been diagnosed with cancer um whether you're worried about money practical issues how your loved ones are coping or have any questions about treatment or just want someone to listen then please call our macmillan support line um the telephone numbers on our macmillan.org.uk website um, and that's open monday to friday 9 a.m to 8 p.m and you know please give us a call we're here to listen and to help you and there's so, I don't, how, do, how do you vet them? Because everyone that came and dealt with my dad, and towards the end, because my dad was um, he was obviously in a lot of pain, he was very, very high on drugs. Yeah. He got a bit grumpy. You know, he's dying, fair play. You're, if, you, if you can't be grumpy yeah. when you're dying, when can you be? Uh, and the nurses that came round, OK, Malcolm, sorry you feel like that. What, what, could, what could we do to make you comfortable? You don't want that? Can, can I get you another drink? OK, yeah. Malcolm, then we're, we're going to go out there and talk to, uh, to Margaret. If you want us, just give us a shout. How do, they, how do you lot stay so calm? I just think that I've met some amazing um, Macmillan nurses and, I mean, I just think they do such an outstanding job. Mm. They're, they're not just there to provide medical help, they're there to listen and, like you say, just to do the simplest things to make that person feel so much more comfortable in the difficult situation they're in. Yeah. And the support we give to family. When I talk to families and they say, you know, we just sat with our Macmillan nurse for 20 minutes and she just listened to how we were feeling and it made us feel so much better because sometimes people can't, talk about how they're feeling to other sort of friends and loved ones but speaking to someone in sort of a Macmillan nurse that's there to listen makes such a difference to them 
Oh, Jessica, I'm tearing up thinking of my dad. Oh, I'm tearing oh, up thinking of my dad. No, I know, I'm going to cry now, look. Uh, and you lot were brilliant, so thank you so much. If, but give us the website again if people want to get in yeah, touch and um, have a look. Macmillan.org.uk All right, listen, it's really nice to talk to you. Thank you so much. Keep thank on doing you. the good work. Ta-ta, there we go, it's Jessica Wilson. Oh, I'm tearing up. Oh, dearie, dearie me. Oh, dearie me. They are amazing. Aren't they? Oh, and, a little cry about my dad. Yeah, and you know right, we've had it? experience of that in our family recently, and you forget about... You can be forgotten about when you're the family member because you're trying to be brave for everybody else. Yeah. And I, I know um, my father-in-law oh. got a lot of help with Mitt, from Mitt Miller. Oh, look. My silly dad. Didn't even get on with him for most of my life. Silly old sod. Anyway, right. 03459 455555. Um, oh, uh, yeah, uh, d- d- uh, um, I-, I need to charge my computer up, Kelly Betts. That's why I'm not playing that clip. That's all right. In back, it's, the, it's the 999 Badger Man. We might have enough juice. Hey. I could play it via my headphones. That will sound the microphone. Well, that will sound rubbish. Mm. Yeah. Well, it depends but, how much you want it. <laughs> we compare it to the last two hours and uh, thirteen <laughs> minutes. I mean, really? Um, have you now, Kelly? You've got stick insects. We're talking about pets. Yes. Have you still got stick insects? Five. How many babies have they had? <clears throat> hey, apart from the ones that went rogue in your house. So uh, one has had about eleven. Babies. What about yep. the others? They're not old enough yet. How they, old have they they got... are the babies of this one. Okay. How old have they got to be to have a baby? Stick insect. They need to be fully grown. And they have a little spike underneath them. And oh. that's when you know that they're fully grown. Okay. Well, I've had mine for ages, right? They should yeah. be... Mine are laying eggs all the time. Yep. Not 600 one... a year. All right, mate. Don't count my stick insect eggs. It's none of your business. <laughs> not one of those bad boys has hatched. Uh, it takes three months. To hatch? Yep. Oh, blimey. Where are you putting them? Down the sink. Oh, well, some. So oh, I, you're killing them then? Yeah. Okay, so or that's are you. Or are they living they in the cellar and turning mutant? Turning mutant. But the, the, well, cause I, I, I got rid of some of the eggs because there were loads of eggs, okay, mm-hmm. and I didn't want them all. And I was looking online the best way to get rid of stick insect eggs. You can't just chuck them out because then they grow rogue yeah. and then they take over the planet and kill us. Mm. That's a fact. We're planet of the apes. You have to freeze them. Uh, you freeze them or boil them. Oh. So I microwave them. Oh. <gasps> Well, no. they're eggs, though. Well, you you eat eggs. <laughs> <laughs> you cook eggs. Yeah. I, all I was doing was cooking some eggs. You yeah. can give them away. Um, no, thanks. I'm all right. <laughs> Your girls would love it, Kath. They'd love it. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. The A1 looking really heavy going south between St Neots and the Black Cat roundabout in Bedford, Paula Radcliffe Way. That's queuing southbound at Clapham Road through the roadworks. Uh, the A6 also busy in Clophill at Back Street uh, towards the A507. In Dunstable, Paws Avenue remains closed for an accident between Wheatfield Road and Boscombe Road. That's likely to remain shut for most of the morning. In Hatfield, South Way, that's queuing in both directions at the Great North Road through the roadworks. There are temporary traffic lights there for water main work. The M25 anti-clockwise busy between between Junction 17 for Maple Cross and 16 for the M40. The overground still suspended because of a signal problem between Wilsdon Junction and Richmond. Tom Watts, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Tom. There's a really awkward... It's been a really strange show, OK? Because we've got magician Pete Heat who's out there and he's, he's blown Dealey's mind. Dealey's gone off to, to have a good cry in a darkened room. And then Jonathan's come in... All kind of eyes, legs akimbo, eyes are gleaming, saying, "Oh, I think we're going to have an argument today." And I, what, why did well, you think we're going to have an argument? Well, because I thought 
in your usual way. I thought you'd argue. Usual way? What does that mean? <laughs> I thought you'd argue yes. with my phone in this morning. Yeah. And in fact, I think you and I both agree. Oh, that's, that sounds all right. That sounds this all right. is the first time we've ever agreed on anything. Let, I tell you what, let me think about it during the news. I can probably okay. turn it round into no, having no, a No, I don't know. I don't want you to lie. I would never lie on the radio. That We're not allowed to do that. We're the, we're the BBC. Let me do the headlines and then we'll find out exactly what it is. It's a good one, but I went, I've got no problem with that. But I can see why some people would. Uh, these are your headlines. 816 BBC Three Counties Radio. A terminally ill Hertfordshire mother says she's amazed at the response to an online fundraising page set up by a friend. Police are investigating a road crash in Bedfordshire this morning, which has left one person seriously injured and two others with minor injuries. And Hertfordshire County Council is warning of possible flooding this afternoon with heavy rain forecasts. Call 03459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. So, and I've really, and I feel bad because I've, and I don't know why I feel bad because it's it's your problem. (laughs) (laughs) But you, I feel like I've deflated you. Well, you have a bit. I, I was kind of thinking, oh, this is good. Ian's gonna, he's gonna argue. But I don't, and we, we'll say what it is in a second. I don't know why you think I would argue about that. Oh. I don't see a... Well, you've been very... Uh, let me just explain. Let me let me ask the question and then let me just... Uh, get, 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 get Do it. Background. Yes. Do you think it's right to ban dogs from pubs? Now, the reason I'm asking this question on the big phone in this morning from nine, a traditional village pub in Buckinghamshire yeah. is set to ban dogs entirely after a string of incidents of bad behaviour. Oh, there's been incidents. Visitors at the Lowndes Arms in Wadden say they've been made to feel uncomfortable by dogs and start staff at the pub have also complained. Some dogs have thrown up and defecated <laughs> on the carpet. <laughs> well, that's inappropriate. Are these dogs or teenagers we're talking these about? These are dogs. Okay. They've thrown up and defecated on the carpet, and the owners now say enough is enough and a ban will be brought in. Yeah. Local villagers, though, are not happy, and they're planning to stage a protest later today. Oh, fantastic. Good for them. Well, from nine this morning, I'm going to be asking what you think of this pub's decision. Do you think it's right to ban dogs from pubs? Now, I, of course, I live in the country. You love drinking and you love dogs. I do. They're two of my my favourite things. I love the pub. Um, my dog, now this this might tip you out. See, I thought you were going to say ban dogs from pubs because you have, in the past, no. suggested to me that you have a very low tolerance of dogs. Yeah. I mean, you once said that you would never, ever, if I brought my dog into work, you'd never want to meet it. You wouldn't ever want me to I'll bring... meet it outside. Yeah, but you don't want to meet it in the studio. No, it's you inappropriate. Don't... You don't... It's, it's work. It, it's work. It's not. It's but not... some people feel like that about dogs in pubs. You see, they say it's inappropriate if people are eating their food, if people are sitting there, if you've got children, well, you don't want dogs. sitting The dog there. wouldn't be allowed in the restaurant part of the the, the, the pub anyway. I don't think would they? Well, ma- well, many pubs allow you. They they absolutely have a an area yeah. where it's just for food, but then yeah. they also allow you to okay. eat in the yeah, bar, yeah, yeah. and you're allowed to have a dog. Yeah. Um. And I mean, I love that. My dog. Yeah. When she was a bit younger, when she because she's a puppy, yeah, she did do a little wee on the floor. Oh, what did you do? Did you did you do I what? Cu- um... I cleaned it up. I apologised to the landlord profusely. I cleaned it up. Did you do what, Catherine? Am I is Catherine there? Am I allowed to say this story? What you heard about Jonathan's dog doing a wee did in a little wee in the pub? In the pub. Am I allowed to say what what um, your dad did with your daughter when she did a little wee in a bookshop? <laughs> yeah, you might. Well, I think she you did guessed. a wee in a bookshop. Kids sometimes. <laughs> They're in Story Corner. It was a good story. She was engrossed. What and, what, and what happened? She, she, she 
soiled herself. Oh, oh, oh it was in worse. A, in a wet way. <laughs> in a wet way. Oh, in a wet way, yeah. Um, and my dad's reaction was, let's run away! <laughs> <laughs> they just put the book down. <laughs> he grabbed her hand, dragged her out of the shop. <laughs> I say dragged her. She was squelching. Her shoe, I mean, he was in his shoes. They had to go and like, get new socks. So, Our phone in after <laughs> half eight is should kids be banned from bookshops? Oh, but, dear. Yeah. <laughs> I love that story. But I just, I, we you reckon know. there may be a photo of them behind the counter in that bookshop now <laughs> with wanted the wet bandits. That's, that's why it's called Waterstones. But I, I think, I mean, a, a pub, it's supposed to have dogs in it. Yeah. I, I, do you know what? I kind of that's agree with you. where you agree, which I didn't expect you would. I, I think it is a fundamental right as an English man to be able to take my dog into an English pub. And frankly, any pub that doesn't allow dogs, I wouldn't go there. If the, now listen, uh, if the dogs are causing trouble, then you can say, oi, can you yes. get that dog outside? Yes. That's fair enough. Yes. The, the, the landlord's or landlady's right to, to kick out anybody who's, who's making it unpleasant for other people, whether yeah. it be a person or it be a dog. Yeah. But I, you, you know what? A dog stretched in front of a roaring fire it's in lovely. a pub while I'm having a, a Pepsi Cola. Beautiful. dogs, and this was something because uh, Barry, who works on, on my show this week, he's oh, not, not, he's not, not a big fan of dogs in pubs. And he was talking about their wind. Well, dogs pass wind. Do they? They do pass wind. And is, that, quite, is that your excuse? Quite often, they they pass wind in the pub. <laughs> do they? They do. Quite often, in my local pub, you'll be sitting there, and it's a certain smell... That like, it's all right, don't go, you know, we've got bit, the idea. A little bit horse manure because a lot oh, of dogs God. like to eat it. And you get this <laughs> waft. Now, he was saying how disgusting if you're trying to eat your ham, egg and chips and somebody at the table next to you, their Labrador lets yeah. one go. I have In the office, I have farted next to Barry Caffrey. Is he upset have about you? that? Oh. Yes, of course. Well, from nine this morning, I'd like your reaction to this. Do you think it's right to ban dogs from pubs? Do you absolutely salute this uh, this pub in Buckinghamshire for putting this ban in place? Or do you think it's outrageous? And would you never go to a pub that has such a ban in place? Your view on the big phone in 03459 455 555 at nine. Every Saturday morning from six, David Prever. Are you surprised? to hear of people still leaving their dogs in cars in Holworth? No, I'm not really. I think they're uneducated. What did you do? Broke the window at the back, the small, like a little quarter light window. And I thought, well, I'll leave it on the Sweeney. You know, you put your elbow through. That the Sweeney? Well... <laughs> David Prever. Hang on. Kristen, you've got to calm down. I'd have plenty of water with me and my sun hat on and everything. It's Prince Philip, who uh, was a little bit uh, agitated in the heat yesterday. He dropped the RAF word, I think, is the phrase. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, your weekend diary is looking empty and you're thinking, what shall I do? Let me fill it up for you. David Prever, every Saturday morning from six on BBC Three Counties Radio. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. You know that basically the, the M1 is 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 a roadwork. Now it's just road the whole M1. I had to go up to. Um, was it Sheffield I went to? Or no, Leeds I went to. I didn't realise the M1 went that far. It goes up to like number 52 or something. Uh, and pretty much 70% of it was, was roadworks, those average speed cameras. Mm-hmm. And I'm, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I may not have a licence for much longer, let's say. And uh, so I'm, I'm constantly following those, those average speed cameras and people behind you get dropped in. It's just roadworks everywhere. So the, the Highways Agency have come up with this, this cunning plan, Catherine to make the roadworks seem a little bit less annoying. Yeah, by giving you some jolly signs to look at. Welcome to our work zone. No one likes a tailgater. And here's the one. Yeah, I know. Someone loves you. Drive carefully. It's just... I mean, isn't it? 
Um, I think I know where this conversation's going to go, but you never know. Adam Rayner constantly surprises me, so who knows what he's going to say. He's a Hertfordshire-based motoring journalist, and, and uh, I'm going to say it, friend of the show. Adam, I, I, I bet you love these signs, don't you? Hello, Ian. I have actually seen one. Oh. I get a phone call from your colleague, and it was... Uh, you know, I, I, I saw one. I saw one of those, and I marvelled. And, and what I actually marvelled as we drove on the way to Gloucester, it was something terribly worthy, lovely art exhibition of fishy paintings. Oh, oh fishy paintings, you say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why I'd fight my way up the A40 on the morning after what they called Black Friday, a profoundly stupid time to be driving in the traffic. <laughs> yeah. I nearly, for pleasure, thought we'd go out on the Friday night and stay. Oh, gosh, we avoided that by the hotels being filled up. But the fact was, <laughs> there was this great big sign, welcome to our work zone. And I remember thinking, how much did that cost yeah and more than that there is somebody on the public payroll on probably a grade really rather quite a lot more than people who actually do proper jobs um who's being paid to sit around and think this up at the highways agency it's the ones that get me that i've seen a lot of these recently it's a picture of a kid with a hard hat and a fluorescent jacket my daddy works here Right, so well, uh, that's that. Well, I mean, I'm not going to deliberately drive to hurt someone. That, that's going to have no effect apart from making me angry. That's right up there with baby on board. Um, <laughs> you right. So of course we play bumper cars and crash into each other like Parisians on La Parafrique all the rest of the time, don't we? Yes. Um, it's it's, uh, it, it's really dark, weird, isn't it? it? That the, the government uh, has said they hope these signs will quote improve our customers' experience of roads. Customer experience. Oh, the journalist in me has got about a thousand words of hilarity bowling up straight away behind customer experience. I'll give you a customer experience. Good grief. <laughs> Bless them. The very fact that there's somebody who's concerned with customer experience, um, I'd like to see their, their title. It's probably got the word experiential in it as well. All we want, Adam, and listen, robots have to be done. Of course they do. I'm not naive. You know, all we want is them done. Quickly and efficiently. That's it. Exactly. I would. I would rather actually see somebody working there during unsocial hours to get the whole things done quickly. I do like some of those signs to tell you what's going on. My favourite one is completed six months ahead of schedule. The A505 Royston bypass. Stuff like that. Mm. Stuff that actually. And would you, you're right. Information saying. You know, if, if there was a sign saying, "Sorry, we're we're about a month behind schedule." Okay. Oh, gosh, no, that would depress the, the workers. I mean, that was the only possible... I really worked hard at trying to find a positive in Welcome to Our Workspace, and I thought, what if it makes the, the chaps and chapesses and the civil engineers and even the lump happier to do what they're doing? Would they work quicker, do you think? Do you think are they on piecework rates? Will they get more money per year? Or That, that might be useful, but even then, it, it just seems to be irretrievably daft. Adam, you're not buying into this at all? No. <laughs> I, lo- I love talking to you because there's no messing around. I- I also, I- also, I kind of feel, Adam, and I, yeah. you know, and I'm happy that, that, that if this is true, it feels like we're a little bit of therapy for you. Because oh, yes, you, you so like to come and unload your angst. Have a lovely rant to the good denizens of our three counties and, and plead with them to help get me a job on top. Get some oh, that abuse of the airwaves. <laughs> that's a, come on now. That goes against. Um, uh, that, that's another code that we've we've, we've broken. Uh, you, well, well, you know, we, we, I think you're brilliant and we love having you on, so um, we'll speak no, to you I'm, again soon. I've entered just as a regular, uh, put it this way, either the 30 seconds will do something or they'll go, no, too fat for telly. <laughs> <laughs> we need more fat people on telly, Adam. I have that face for radio, dear boy. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Adam, always good to talk to you, mate. Thank you very much. Have a nice weekend. Uh, a Hertfordshire-based motoring journalist, Adam Rayner. 
Uh, you see, he's he's always worth getting on, isn't he? Because he yeah. he's uh, he, he don't care. <laughs> I love. I want more guests on who don't care, and they just you know, and they just come on and they say what they think, mm-hmm. and he does that. Uh, right. Okay. We're gonna have more magic from Pete Heat. Um, we're hopefully gonna have a clip of uh, someone phoning up nine 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 to complain about badgers uh, and uh, badgers, badgers. We don't need no stinky badgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, uh, also, what did you do with your pet when it passed? Oh three four five nine four double five five double five. Let's get the travel. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. The southbound MA1 still heavy between Eaton Soken and the Black Cat Roundabout in Bedford, Paula Radcliffe Way. That's queuing through the roadworks as usual before Cutthroat Lane and Clapham Road. Uh, the A6 also busy in Clophill on Bedford Road going down to join the A507. In Dunstable, Paws Avenue, that's closed for a serious accident between Wheatfield Road and Boscombe Road, so you can't get onto the Woodside Industrial Estate. In Hatfield, South Way, that's queuing through the water main work at the Great North Road Junction. There are temporary traffic lights there. On the overground, it's still suspended because of a signal problem from Wheelsden Junction to Richmond. Tom Watts, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 8.30, I'm Simon Oxley. A terminally ill Hertfordshire mother says she's amazed at the response to an online fundraising page after an anonymous donation this week of £5,500. Police are investigating a road crash in Bedfordshire early this morning which has left one person seriously injured and two others with minor injuries. The three people were in a car which came off the road in Paws Avenue between Dunstable and Houghton Regis next to the Woodside Industrial Estate. And Hertfordshire County Council is warning of possible flooding this afternoon with heavy rain forecast. It follows flooding in the Stevenage area last week. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Usain Bolt, Mo Farah and Jessica Ennis-Hill are in action at the London Anniversary Games at the Olympic Stadium tonight. Milton Keynes Olympic long jump gold medalist Greg Rutherford competes tomorrow. It will be the first time Farah has raced in Britain since doping allegations surrounding his coach. Bolt has given his backing to his fellow Olympic champion. I'm sorry for Mo because every day I hear these in the papers. They're trying to tear him down. And I think he works so hard to get where he is for... Uh, somebody's mistake to be causing him problems. So for me, uh, I I just really hope that um, he doesn't take it too seriously. It doesn't make it stress him out. Watford have appointed former Liverpool and Leeds striker Harry Kuehl as their under-21 coach. 36-year-old Kuehl, who won 56 caps for Australia, retired last year and has been running a youth academy in his home country. The pre-season friendlies continue tomorrow. Watford head to Scotland to face Dundee United. Milton Keynes Dons are away to Barnet. Luton play their first home friendly as they host Coventry. And Stevenage are at home to one of manager Teddy Sheringham's former club's Millwall. Practice starts this morning for Sunday's Hungarian Grand Prix. Hertfordshire's Lewis Hamilton leads the championship by 17 points after his win at Silverstone. 17 points is is a nice gap. In the olden points, it was a really nice gap, but um, you always want more. You know, I had a couple of difficult races, really had a couple of strong races now, so I really want to try and continue with that form. And Team Sky's Chris Froome heads into the 19th stage of the Tour de France with a three-minute and ten-second cushion over his rivals after coming through a second day in the Alps unscathed. BBC Three Counties News and Sport. The next full bulletin is at nine. Call 03459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. 
you very much indeed, Simon. Last 30 minutes of the show, Kath's uh, last show. Um, oh, three, four, five. Uh, Phil, the answer to that question is no. Oh, three, four, five, nine, four, double, five, five, double, five is the telephone number. Catherine, do you want to come in? Pete, do you want to come in? Does, um, we haven't got any more stories, have we? We've got any more stories? No, we've got some callers. Well, then let's get some callers. Let's get Pete. Let's get Daly and let's, uh, let's have a party. Let's have a, not that kind of party, Pete. Put them back on, fella. Come on. This is, this is BBC. We're not allowed to do that stuff anymore. Even though we want to, we're not allowed to do that stuff anymore. And it's your last day. Um, Martin's on the line. Morning, Martin. Stay on the line. Oh. Hello, Martin. What you got for us? Um, well, nothing much, really. Good. I actually phoned up. <laughs> We've got nothing much yeah. for you all morning, all week, let's be honest. I know. It's great. That's why I love it. Good. Good. Yeah. We've got, we got plenty less for you coming up. Don't worry. <laughs> you know, I originally phoned up because um, I thought Catherine was actually leaving, but it turns out she's just going on holiday. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's saying that. If I can be bothered to even open her microphone. Yes. Are you after my job? Is that why you're ringing up? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, if it's going, yeah, I'll take it. I'll tell you what, you Martin. Let's, let's assume the job is going right. Because yeah. one of the things you have to do is deal with very awkward callers, OK? Excellent. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, uh, we're going to turn our microphones down and if you, all you've got to do is say the, the words hello Dave and we'll see if you're any good at producing and presenting. You ready? Yeah, go for it. Away you go. Hello Dave. Hello mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Oh, um, what have you got for us then, Dave? Well, I was, I was ringing up. It's not to talk to um, that boss, Boshy Boots. I was just saying to Cap, hope you have a nice holiday for two weeks. We'll miss you, and we want you back quick. Okay. Yeah, I've got my girls in here. Oh, have you? Yeah. Yeah. Big noisy. So yeah. that was that's the only reasons I rang up today, mate. <coughs> so. That was the reasons why I rung up today. To just to say, have a nice holiday, Kath. We'll miss you all. Yeah. But they put us in this position. He put us in this position, hasn't he? Yeah, well, he, he likes to do that. Yeah, I know, mate. Yeah, yeah. Me, me, I'll, I'll be, Martin, Martin, I'll be honest. Bringing your children into work is completely unacceptable behaviour. I'm off work. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry, in your radio station. Yes, yeah. thank you. How, how old are your kids? Um, eight and four. They sound like they're having a lot of fun. Yeah. George, do you want to speak to Ian? Do you want to speak to Ian? Hold on. Hello? Hello. Hello, who's this? I'm Georgia Davidson. Hello, Georgia Davidson. Nice to meet you. Uh, my name's Ian. Do you listen to the radio? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Do you know a game called the Yes No game? Uh yes. Okay, so the yes no game, right, is a game where you're not allowed to say the word yes and you're not allowed to say the word no. Do you fancy playing it? Yeah. Do you wanna have a game? Um, okay, Georgia, I'm gonna I'm starting the clock now. Are you ready? Uh, <laughs> are you ready? Yes. Oh, but you last. You didn't even last seven seconds. <laughs> hey, listen. You, are you enjoying your summer holiday? Okay. Classic okay. banter. Classic banter. Thank you very much, <laughs> Dave. What did Dave? You're through to uh, magician Pete Heat. What would you like to say to him? <laughs> Brilliant, Pete. Although I can't see you and I can't see your tricks. What I'm hearing is absolutely brilliant, mate. 
<laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. I've put my Twix away now, actually. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Are you? And you're going to do no more? No, I'm going to do one more, actually. Yeah. Oh, uh, good. But good I'm glad. Good. I'm glad you're liking it. Yeah, I'd love to be there to see you do it. Actually, he, he says that. To, he says that to Catherine every morning. <laughs> and one of these days, I'll take him up on it. No, thanks, David. Well, well you can. No, she no, won't. No, I'm being polite. She won't take you oh. up on anything. Well, David, it's, it's she will. Been, yeah, d- no. <laughs> she she <laughs> won't. It's been it's will. been okay. It's been great talking to you, Dave. Um, well, I ain't talking to you. I'm talking to Kath. Have, have a nice time, Kath. Thanks very much. What are you doing for the next couple of weeks? Same as usual. What's that? Being a pain in the walking. <laughs> walking should, should be quiet, will you, pal? Um, <laughs> Walking around Luton, you know what I mean? What are you, what, what, what are you looking for? What, what are you looking for? Why are you walking aimlessly around one of our bustling metropoli? Well, yeah, shopping all the time. Gosh. Shopping, shopping, shopping. Do you think you've got a problem? Yeah, yeah. With the shopping? What are, you, what are you trying to buy? Well, not me. If my missus goes shopping. Oh, uh, I'll be, I'll be honest, Dave. Even by your standards, this is pee poor. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to say, unless you can turn it around in the last 20 seconds, I'm going to let you go. Go on, Dave. Yeah, okay. I'll see you Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, we've been joined by Pete Heat all morning. Heat's not your last real name. No, but shh. Oh, 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 you're building up a a peak behind the curtain. (laughs) Uh, No, my real surname is Hathaway. Pete behind the curtain. And your real first name is Peter. It's Pettigrew. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) It's Peter. Um, You were correct. uh, At PeteHeat.co.uk, if you go there and scroll down, you'll see the the, uh, end of what was a brilliant magic trick. At Pete... No, PeteHeat.co.uk, yeah. at PeteHeat on Twitter. Yeah. Justin Dealey is... Um, hang on, I just realised Dealey's not been out on the streets all morning. The mm. dog's the dog's been in the kennel. He's been in um, recovery. Well, you kept me here so, so I can talk to Pete. By the way, Pete, if you're so good... If you're so good, oh. boss... Oh, suddenly yeah. it's changed. OK. Why have you changed your name? That's a non-sector. Uh, there you go. <laughs> if you're so good, why have you changed your name? Yeah, why, why have you changed your name, <laughs> is that boss? something only bad people do? <laughs> well, I don't know, I'm just saying. It's are a you, trick. Are you, are you embarrassed a, to be a, you? It's a trick. No, it's not a trick. He's embarrassed to be him. Why, why, are, you go, why are you being aggressive with him? I'm not being aggressive at all. Just because he blew I want your you, mind. Daily, I want you to come in and come share in, Catherine's and share microphone. Come on, we'll yeah. like come on, come and like share Catherine's Supreme. microphone. By the way, Kelly, great to have you back. Thanks, Claire. Let's uh, come and share Catherine's microphone. Before I do that, yeah. uh, I'm now in the gallery. I can see all the texts that are coming in. Somebody's texting saying, can Dave and Lewis produce the programme next yeah. week? <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> that's, uh, that's never going to happen. That's from Johnny Walker, not the Johnny Walker, the whiskey. Get that mic. That one doesn't work. No, no, get the chair. I think this one doesn't. Actually. Do you know how to work that one? If you can work that one, player. I think it works. Geezer, he's on. Yeah, oh. I'm on. He's on. Okay, Pete. Um, you know, but the only reason we got you in basically is to is to bully Justin and to, to melt his mind. Okay. Uh, and to whip him into shape. Have you got? Have you got one more trick you can do for yeah, us? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, actually, Justin, mm. I know you've already mixed these up once today. Take them yep. back. It's a pack okay. of cards again, just no for problem. the listeners. Give him another little mix. Okay. Okay. I like being in the mix. Takes me back to the 1990s. That was Sash. Back to back with Ultranate. <laughs> <laughs> weirdo. That was great. It's been weirdo. Great tunes. Hold on, guys. Right. Okay, before you give them back, just re- yeah. reach in and take one card out from somewhere in that. Pack. Don't let do, do, I, do I have to see the card myself? Yeah, How does this uh, work? You... yeah take it out, but, it, but facing you so it doesn't, so I don't see it. Right, okay. Let's do this. You can hand me the rest back when you've done that. Yeah. You can even change your mind once you've looked at it. Are you happy with that one or do you want to change? Um, no, I think I'll, I'll keep that. All right, okay. Give me the other cards back. Oh, would you agree that you could have literally gone for any card in the pack? I could, yes, yes. They were in your hands. Okay, good. 
I'm gonna in fact show show Ian and uh, and Kath. I'll, I'll I'll look at the wall here. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You got now that. Uh, nice. I'm gonna turn back to you. I'm gonna flick through the pack. I'm gonna, like you'll hear this one. Okay. It's gonna flick through the corner of the pack. Uh, Justin, can you say stop? Or should I should I call you dog? Sorry. I mean, uh, call me dog. Okay. Because people who change their names, uh, I'm never sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Hang on, boss. Right. My name is still Justin Dealey on the radio. J Dog is my nickname. Haven't changed my hang name. On. I haven't changed. I haven't changed my name. Can I just say, for broadcasting purposes, for some, you need to be very gentle on Oxley's microphone because he's, you know what he's like. He's a beast. He he, he roars it up to the max. You're coming across as an angry robot. Okay. So is that that best? That is much better. Thank you, Jay. Just fit up with Simon's knob. Actually, I'm going to take these headphones off. Obviously, you can still hear me. I'm just going to. Yeah, that's that's how it works. Yeah, I'm a magician. I know these things. Um, Justin, so like I said, I'm going to I'm going to flick through the corner of the pack. Can you say stop somewhere roughly in the middle? It doesn't have to be the middle, but where, but somewhere. Stop. Okay, and we're going to put your <laughs> so determined. Really, Pete, gonna, can I take your card back off? You're I'm back. really sorry, Pete, that you're getting this attitude because there's love coming from us and there's just pure it's hatred right. coming from this. It's all right. I will prevail. Uh, can I take that card back off your face now so I can't see what it is? Yeah. Okay. Okay, and it's going to go exactly where you said stop. So about halfway. In. Yeah. 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 I'm now going to put. This is one. Actually, you might want to film this this part because this is one. Uh, it's not going to not going to sound that good on the uh, on the radio. But okay, when so. you watch this back, if you, if these guys tweet the link, this is one of the sort of most visual tricks. Okay. Gonna... Are you ready? You start filming. Are we filming? Okay. okay, here we go. So sorry, yeah, Justin, just for the just for the camera, your card is what about halfway in this pack? Would you say? Yeah, yeah. yeah and it's been in one hand, fingertips. Like this. I haven't done any kind of sneaky moves, but just to make sure I'm not doing any sneaky moves, I'm actually going to put them down on the floor here. Okay. Oh, can oh, you guys okay. see if I put them down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Can you see them there, Justin? Yes, yeah. I can, boss. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I'm not going to touch them, like I said. Just look at the pack. Yeah. Think of your card. Yeah. Okay. And you see that the cards actually start oh. to. His, his hands about six inches above the cards, and he's oh waving, and the cards are moving. Watch. How is that happening? The and cards please. are moving. He's not even touching them. Whoa! Oh. One just, oh. one just <laughs> swivelled. It's the Exorcist. <laughs> one just swivelled. <laughs> so one card kind of floated out of the pack. What was your card, Justin? It was, uh, I believe, it was Eight of Hearts, wasn't it? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Come on, this is why I get you to show them. It's, Justin, what was your card? Is it? No, I always get confused with spades and clubs. It was spades. It was the Eight of Spades, <laughs> right? Hey! You've got, you've got to give him the same card, Justin. You can't just step in. That was amazing. Justin's got sweat on. I, I just don't get how that happened. I, I'm not particularly interested in, in him picking my card out, to be fair, what? with that trick. No, hang on, no, 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 that wasn't the trick for me. That wasn't the trick, him picking the cards out. He made the pack of cards on the floor move three times. Uh, forget the card, not interested in the card. How has he done that? Okay. How? But the fact, the fact that he got your card... Yeah, no, no, fair play, no, fair play, fair play. You stopped, you stopped, don't worry. Oh, no, yeah. you know, um, and you know, when I, you know when I took the card out and you, th- you said it was the eight of hearts, you forgot yeah. what it was, obviously. Yeah. Uh, if I take this is what I would have done if you'd have if you'd have persisted and still thought it was eight. So I'm gonna take your eight of spades, okay? Yeah. Can you always see that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, watch. I'm gonna just swipe it through the pack like that. As it goes through, it's gonna start to change. Oh, Dealey! <laughs> Come on! Into the eight Come of hearts. Come on! Double ponership. Wow. He changed it <laughs> to the eight of hearts. I'll change it back, I'll change it back. <laughs> <laughs> check that out, check there's just one card there in there. Oh, Pete, I love it. I love it so much. I don't understand why you're not on telly every single night. Well, you'd run know, out of gags I, 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 and wish, I wish I was. But I, I just think you're... I, I, genuinely, I, I, you know, and I, I, I do know John Archer, who's brilliant, and all these other people that are brilliant. I think you're the best. I think you're the best. It's Thank such a good act. Thank you. Like you. Just, 
I'm okay. I, I've just, well, I'm just, listen, I've, I've not seen that since The Exorcist. Th- th- things moving around like that. That was... Since The Exorcist. No, that, no, seriously, that was really... You know that wasn't a documentary, right? That was really, really scary. That was very, very scary. Pete, have you got any gigs or anything coming up that people can go and see to, or are you just doing private um, parties at the moment? I do a lot of private parties. Um... What else? Um, yeah, I've got a couple of gigs at Jongler, various varieties, various comedy clubs. You know, Jonglers. Um, yeah, yeah. There's one in. My phone's not working, or I would tell you. Uh, what have we got? Pete, um, well, if they go to Pete. 31st, 31st of July, um, Jonglers in Camden. Brilliant. Doing a little show there, that 20 minute set. Uh, and, uh, and yeah. How does it. Because Jonglers is, is, is kind of like the, um, the, the stag night. It is. Crowd. It's, it's, um, it's a. It's a lot of comedians find it quite. A it's top. like six hundred Justin Dealies. <laughs> how, how, to be honest, I, I see. I mean, this is kind of tempting fate. Says I go, I go, I go down quite well at that kind of thing. I wow. think because because you're a geezer. Because mm. I'm a bloody geezer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm all kind of there like he's one of us. We just basically all beat our chests and sort of uh, smash pints of stellar into each other's heads. Uh, it's kind of yeah. Uh, no, um, I, I I do quite sort of, as you've seen me on stage. Yeah. I do very silly, ridiculous, yeah. like kind of comedy magic, and for, they look like they seem to love it. So. PeteHeat.co.uk yeah. uh, if you want to go and have a look if you want to book in for a, for a party uh, and uh, if you do any gigs kind of around here let us know because we'll, we'll have a little works out oh yeah that'd and we'll, be great we'll, we'll yeah, come definitely. and have a look Pete uh, thank you so much in 15 seconds um, an invite to Pete um, we have a camera crew would you like to come out and meet my people on the streets <laughs> your in 15 people. minutes my people would you Would you allow me to meet your people yeah, you let's do it let's do it yeah right go on there you go we'll put it on the website Pete right. nice to see you mate thank you very yeah, much yeah, really good travel. See you. thank you Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. There's been an accident on the M1 going south. There's a lane closed. It's looking very slow. A lorry involved in that between Junction 12 for Flittick and Junction 11 for Dunstable. Uh, the A1 going south, also very heavy from Eaton Soken towards the Black Cat roundabout. In Milton Keynes, standing way, looking very slow, approaching the Kingston roundabout in the roadworks. Paula Radcliffe Way, problems in the roadworks there in Bedford. Uh, that's very slow at Clapham Road and Cutthroat Lane. In Dunstable, Paws Avenue remains closed for a serious accident between Wheatfield Road and Boscombe Road, meaning uh, there's no access to the Woodside Industrial Estate. On the overground, it's still suspended because of a signal problem between Wilsdon Junction and Richmond. Tom Watts, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much. We're all uh, still reeling from... That was amazing, wasn't it? Yeah, but I'm just thrilled by Dealey's face. It was, you know, the whole law of physics, not that he's particularly familiar with the law of physics, but um, just everything, his whole world shifted. Do you believe in magic, said the loving spoonful? Well, Dealey does. (sighs) Right, where are we now? 8.46, we'll have the weather with uh, Sarah in a second. But before that, let's get your news headlines on Friday the 24th of July. A terminally ill Hemel Hempstead mum says she's amazed at the response to an online fundraising page set up by a friend. Police are investigating a road crash between Dunstable and Houghton Regis this morning, which has left one person seriously injured and two others with minor injuries. And Hertfordshire County Council is warning of possible flooding this afternoon with heavy rain forecast. Here's Sarah with the weather. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Well, thanks very much indeed. We've been tracking uh, an area of low pressure pushing rain towards us through this morning. We've already had some bits and pieces. They are the amuse-bouche to the main event because uh, it's drying out now across the three counties, but that's because uh, it was all a bit fragmented on its leading edge. It will continue to push in, though, and once it sets in from mid-morning onwards, we're looking at some increasingly heavy and persistent rain for the rest of the day today, overnight into tomorrow morning, feeling pretty chilly at just 13 Celsius through the afternoon. 
afternoon. Uh, the Met Office has issued a weather warning for us for the likelihood of some really heavy rain. And not only that, the strength of the wind as it crosses off towards the east because uh, we could have some disruptive wind gusts of uh, 40 miles an hour as that all clears away in the early hours of tomorrow morning. Then tomorrow should be a, a much, much better day. Top temperature of 18 or 19 Celsius dry with some sunny spells, just a risk of a shower and uh, much lighter winds increasingly as we go through the day. And then on uh, Sunday morning, we start dry, but we've got more rain to come in in the afternoon. Not as heavy or persistent as today's, but actually it'll feel pretty chilly again at 16 degrees. And then Monday, the risk of some showers and pretty breezy as well from the southwest. Uh, but some warmer air with us, so 19 or 20 Celsius. Every weekday morning. They're not getting shown what being British is. The intention was to try and make the world a safer place. No, no it wasn't. It was to do with oil. Don't be naive, Jonathan, please. The JVS Show. I'm not comfortable with it. And if they feel they're being pillaried, well, they're putting themselves as the odd person. It's such a violation of a child's sense of safety in the world. And I hate to use that old cliche, Jane, but it hasn't done us any harm, has it? The JVS Show. No, I haven't made my point. I'll tell you when I've made my point. Every weekday morning on BBC Three Counties Radio. Everybody, Catherine, is at it. Right. They are at it like rabbits. Where's, where's the copy of the sun? Right. So oh, we is the, this, are, we, are you taking this to Magaluf? Yeah, we had the bonking um, uh, couple in a phone box the other day. Right? Yeah. And now there's this. I, I, I'm, I'm not particularly shocked by this one. No, because it's Magaluf. Sleazy sex on sunbed. They may have been making love. Brit's Magaluf romp. Two drunk tourists had sex in public on a Spanish beach sunbed at 8am. Now, now it's not the same as they were doing it in, in um, the, uh, the Spanish equivalent of Tesco. No. Or that they were doing it by the shop that sells the, the bouncy balls and the fishing nets. No. Um, and you know what they call Magaluf, don't you? Uh, a budget holiday destination. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> the couple, believed to be British, romped words that only get used in newspapers. How did they know they were British? Was it the accent? Union um, Jack. Um, okay. And other holidaymakers walk past. Residents and other holidaymakers walk past just yards away. Furious locals in the Majorca. Majorca. How do we say it these days? Mallorca. It changes, doesn't it? Majorca. Called uh, police, but the pair were let let off with a warning. <laughs> that pause was not intentional, but I realise it, it, it shifts the story. One witness said. Which sucking teeth thing do I do? Because I'm, I'm saying this, you I'm trying to work it out. You don't do sucking teeth. You don't do sucking teeth. Do you know what we're talking about? Listen to the podcast uh, today because... Because sucking teeth is what Dermot does a lot. He goes, you know, to punctuate his jokes. Okay. Like, um, you know what they call Magaluf? A budget holiday destination. But you don't do that. Here's, here's an interesting You do, do this. Thing. It's a really difficult thing. What? It's a difficult thing to communicate. How do comedians uh, punctuate their jokes? So how does Dermot, he's a comedian, but how does he punctuate his jokes? Right. My favourite one is Jimmy Tarbuck. Well, you know what they call Magaluf? It's a luxury holiday destination. And anyway, and he does that at the end. Mm. And anyway, he always Skips puts that, on. Yeah. And then there's no and anyway. That's, uh, that's, that's for you to realise it's a funny has been done. <laughs> and anyway, one witness said it was absolutely disgusting to see these two adults going at it. Well, I, I hope they were adults. Locals are sick of tourists tearing their town apart. Mate, love, not war. You know the lead singer of the Beach Boys is called Mike Love? Yeah. Best name album ever, Mike Love Not War. Ladies and Beautiful. gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a bootleg worth buying. Um, it's true, Mike Love Not War. Locals are sick of tourists. The instance, it's incidents like this which give Magaluf a disgraceful reputation. 
Well. To carry on as people try to go about their daily business is shameful. A 47-second video of the sunbed sex has been viewed online. Residents and business owners are... Is the outrage on streaming that on their website? Yes, they Yeah, are. of course they are. Of course they are, which you have to pay to, uh, to access. Yes. Billy Crush! Hello there. Ever done it on a beach in Magaluf? Oh, dear, I'm pray no. Is, right, is oh dear, oh pray an actual saying? Well, it's, uh, I was just surprised that you you asked me that question. Really, I, I, that I, was uh, quite out of order. It was it was it was a bit bit mucky, wasn't it, Billy? Oh dear! Yeah, oh dear! Oh, pray! What you got for us, Bill? Well, well, uh, I, when I rang earlier, I, yes. I, um, the lady who answered the phone, uh, she didn't seem to know my voice, whereas everybody. Uh, Oh. On your programme does, you know, in the usual that, way. First of all, that was no lady, that was Kelly Betts. And second of oh, all... Oh, well, she ought to know me. I she was, would know I was you. the uh, original person who realised who you were. Oh, well, never mind. That, that's forgiven. That's forgiven. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. th- this morning... Send her a signed photograph. That will, that will make things better for her. <laughs> you keep, keep saying it's Ow. past last day. Yes, it is. Or, uh, is it really forever? Or just for a holiday. Is anything forever these days, Billy, in this transient oh, world in which we live in? Oh, well, I wish her all the very best because uh, her voice is always... Uh, uh, Annoying? Grating. Irritating. Uh, Northern? What? Childlike. No, no, Stupid. not at all. It's always, always Sexy? a pleasure to hear her voice. Pleasure. And, uh, uh, and uh, I wish her all the very best for the future. All right, Thank Billy. you. Well, thank you very much indeed, Billy. You don't have to worry about the future, just the next 14 days. So we were talking about, um, uh, the, 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 they release this every three months or so. There's a, a local authority will do a, uh, well, these are the stupid 999 calls we get. Do you remember we had the man who was concerned about the squirrel? Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. Oh, that, that was what the, the, the tweet related to earlier. I didn't, I didn't get the reference. I lost that. Okay. Well, this is the one, um, uh, this, this is, uh, where is this? This is in Yeovil. Oh, they're not the brightest bunch right. down there. Okay. Um, this, I'll have a listen to this. This is... Thank you. Calling you through to the police. What's the location of the emergency? Um, I just need to double check if it's something that actually needs to be reported to you guys. I just got chased by a badger um, in the Oval area. I think, think that's something you guys would need to know about. You got chased by a badger? Yeah, I just need to check if that's something you need to report to you. Now, it sounds like he's taking the mick a bit. But I think it's the accent. I got chased by a badger. You think you ought to know about it? He, he, I don't think he is taking the mic. Listen on. I literally just got away. I literally just got away? No, that's not something that we would deal with. Okay, well, that would be animal control instead then. Um, you could contact them. I mean, where has it gone? Um, well, well, I didn't see where it went. I mean, I asked for a sort of... Well, I don't know, I sort of ran away, jangled my keys. I have to jangle my keys again for shouting at it a bit, it ran off, but um, it was quite vicious, it wouldn't stop running, so I did, like... Yeah, no, I'd contact them, because, I mean, there's nothing that we would be able to do, unfortunately. Oh, I'm just got a better double check. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> just, fine. Not a problem. I just thought. Now, fair play to her. Although, to be honest, because when when they're in our region, the squirrel guy, they get really short shrift. You're mm. wasting our time. Yeah. Could you go, could you go away? She's she's engaging. She, she sounded mildly concerned. I didn't realise that that was the accepted practice for badger evasion: jangling your keys. <laughs> Surely that's a come on. What would you do to a badger though if it um? 
you know, if they're starting to... Uh, if they lock on. If they lock on. There's, there's not, only one way to get them off, isn't there? They've got rabies, in not they, Badgers? I don't know. I don't think we've got rabies in this country. Apart from Badgers. I don't... Uh, no, I don't think they've got rabies. Yeah, the Badgers have. They've got the other thing. That's why they were called... Babies? Yeah. Scabies. Yeah. The Haby Jabies. I got the Haby Jabies. Here's a, here's a, you, you think your place cost a lot of money? Well, maybe it did, but not as much as this. Um, on the upside, you can rustle up some breakfast without leaving bed. On the downside, well, you might have to stay there to eat it. This is a, a, a studio flat, 9.33 square metres, okay? Mm. It's um, a little larger than a prison cell, and you're in bed, and you could reach over and, and do the microwave. You see how much it's going for? No. Have a guess. It's in, it's in that London. All right, it's going to be dear then. Yeah, it's in South Kensington, London. Crikey, Bobs. Yeah, go on. Um, it's, it's just it's uh, uh, it's just that one room. The studio it's is a be- box room. being sold by Foxton's. Oh, guys. Has a fridge and a microwave. Um, there's a communal bathroom. Right. Okay, so you're sharing the bathroom with someone. How much do you reckon that's going for? Uh, prob- I mean, what? Two hundred and fifty grand. Two hundred and ninety-five thousand pounds. So nearly three hundred. Three hundred thousand pounds. They probably take offers. You could probably get it down to two nine three. Two hundred and ninety-five thousand pounds for a room where all you can fit in there is a bed, uh, a small fridge, and a microwave. There's no. You're not going anywhere to hang your clothes. And the toilets outside. Look at the, look at the picture of that. It, I mean, it's just... Um... I had some friends who had a similar setup in Paris and um, to go and visit them, I had to join them and it was like going to see, you know, Charlie Bucket's grandparents? Yeah, yeah. They were always in bed because you're either in bed or out of the room. <laughs> there was no two ways about it. So you had to perch on the end of their bed to, uh, to visit. It was So odd. We always, we're, we're led to believe that Grandpa Joe is in bed because he's ill. He's lazy. Right. Because he gets up and walks. The question that comes to my mind when I watch that is, whose feet are where? Because the grandmas do have a cheeky little grin on their face, don't they? The topping and tailing. Those feet have got to go somewhere. Dear. Dear, oh, pray. Oh, oh sorry, I just... Um, anyway, I won't say what I was about to say. I'm self-censoring. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Back to normal on the M1 going south now. All lanes reopen after the accident between Junction 12 for Flittick and Junction 11 for Dunstable. In Milton Keynes, still looking really busy on standing way on the speed sensors going towards the Kingston roundabout through the roadworks. Uh, roadworks also causing problems in Bedford on Paula Radcliffe Way. The A6 very slow before Cutthroat Lane and Clapham Road as usual. In Dunstable, Paws Avenue, that's reopened after the accident and the investigation work between Wheatfield Road and Boscombe Road. The overground, it's still suspended between Wheelsden Junction and Richmond. That's because of a signal failure. That's the latest travel. Tom Watts, BBC Three Counties Radio. Tom, thank you very much indeed. Have a nice weekend. That's it. That's your lot. Two podcasts this week. Uh, One uh, is the uh, Penn School special. Um, If you listen to that, maybe you'll understand why why Steve Baker MP refuses to come on the show anymore, saying that we breached BBC guidelines with our interview that we did with him. Well, have a listen to the full interview in the Penn School podcast. See see if you can spot uh, the breaching of the guidelines. I don't think there were... uh there were any. There's also uh, the, the uh, light-hearted Jolly Romp of a podcast that will go out this afternoon. I'll be honest, we had such fun recording the links yesterday. 20 minutes of links. <laughs> Kath, um, it's been great working with you. Well, I wish I could say the same. Unbelievable. 
local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Ian. Good morning. Welcome to the JVS Show. I'm Jonathan Vernon-Smith. It's Friday, it's nine o'clock, and on today's big phone-in, do you think it's right 